to get those glasses off yeah yeah i, I usually don't wear them on, on the show yeah. <laughs> fuck fuck my glasses i hate having glasses it's the truth masturbation makes you go blind i'm sticking to it maybe if i didn't jerk off so damn much i wouldn't have to need the fucking glasses um also the monitor helps because i was i was running on a 42 inch tv and i didn't realize how awful running on a tv really is oh yeah it's like um, it's a little more blurry it's not as clear. well you you assume that it would be like better because you know you assume oh hey bigger is better when it comes yeah. to screens but like consistently because you're in front of the screen all the time like it's worse for you it's actually like the worst thing you could do to your eyesight because a TV screen is meant for you to watch from far away yeah whereas a monitor is meant for you to be right up on so it's made a massive difference not to mention it's not 600 degrees in here anymore which oddly enough the TV was generating heat and generating Windows errors for my laptop that was hooked into it wonderful. Like, the, it was the source of all my problems, but what happened is I probably wouldn't have gotten rid of it until it started getting those little purple patches that TVs get after they get worn out. Yeah, it takes a couple so of years, gave, but you get there. I gave it to my mom because she doesn't care about the purple patches. She's she's more blind than I am, so she can't even see this shit. But anyway, thank you, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Cancelist Podcast, a special Saturday night edition because of the fact a that... A makeup show, if you yeah. will. 
Yeah, that, that, because John's ISP are a bunch of cunts that decided to do maintenance on a fucking Tuesday night, thinking, oh, who the hell's going to actually use the internet on Tuesday night? Tuesday Fuck night at stuff. midnight. It wasn't yeah. like 4 o'clock in the morning. It was fucking midnight. Yeah, exactly. That's really that's like really. If I, if I was like watching something on Netflix or like mo- like mo- a lot of people would be watching something on internet what TV or whatever. What if you're one of these sluts that makes a living, you know, spreading your asshole at at, at, at you know midnight on, cha- on, on Chatterbait? Yeah, yeah, like you know, just completely unprofessional of them. Very, uh, very much so. Of course, I'm Riv. He's John, and. Hey, you know, we've got a lot to talk about because actually because of uh, the extra few days, we actually had a few more topics rear their ugly heads. Yeah, uh, that more, we did. Uh, I guess since we left the uh, the previous, uh, you know, what we got so far up, I, I got to ask for an update on that. Uh, has there been any more uh, harassment on the YouTube front by the maniac? No, no. So not only not only um, did uh, so not only has there been no more harassment, but all of the comments. And the mm-hmm. accounts that were associated with them are, have been are cleared out completely. Wow! Um, like I didn't. Happened. I didn't go in and manually delete them. Um, mm-hmm. I had. I did file uh, a complaint with YouTube, um, mm-hmm. linking all the accounts that were, you know, obviously mm-hmm. the same person. And it looks like they actually did something, which kind of surprised me because they took down all the all the accounts. So it's scary how easy it is for that to happen, though. When it you was, think about it, it was very like, easy. Yeah, exactly, which is the whole problem with YouTube. Um, obviously, on this show, we stand against the whole censorship and, 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 you know, bullshit. If you're looking for a show that covers things like wrestling, video games, movies, comic books, all that shit, without the whole woke without the whole woke slant on it that's pretty much ruined everything, literally everything, and this is a show for you. Now, if you're one of these people that identifies as a deer and wants to stop me from calling people a cunt on I can't believe Twitch, that's a real thing. Yeah, that, that amazes me that we have a person on Twitch who sexually identifies as a deer who's in charge of their, what is it, S- it's SAC. It's yeah, uh, the, the, the Cap- advisory Cap- council, council, the SAC. The Twitter, uh, Twitch's SAC is run by a fucking person who sexually identifies as a fucking deer. A person. I, I, I shouldn't even call it a person because I think if you sexually identify as like a barnyard animal, like you're not the animal nor are you human. You're not a person. You're an it. You're a, you're a thing. You you should you know you're an actual it like like fucking Pennywise the dancing clown. Yeah. And he probably haunts kids fucking nightmares somewhere. Um, and I'm gonna call it a he because it's biologically a he. Fuck you, guy. Oh no, because it calls itself Steph. Well, no, fuck Steph is. Wait, a so if Steve. it's a deer and a he, does that make it a stag? That's the whole thing that's confusing yeah. about the whole fucking. Which is why a deer is fe- are... a deer is. I guess because a deer would be female. That's why you would say. But okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, but that's why these people are fucking batshit insane and shouldn't be in charge of, of fucking moderating a damn thing. Look, here's the way I see it. You know, and I'm working on some articles, by the way, which uh, hopefully will be, up, will be up on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cancel this podcast. One dollar gets you all sorts of exclusive content. I'm be writing again and I'm doing like it, it, I used to be able to crank shit out in 15 minutes. Now it takes me days because I put all this extra thought into it. But I was like writing how video games have evolved from like this hobby that a lot of guys were into growing up to now that we've included everyone, now we have to cater to a bunch of people that, one, we're never here to begin with. Two, they don't really even like video games. They want to change it to, to something completely unrecognizable. And three, now we've also, on top of that, we've got like all the girls, the slutty girls that come in, simps worshipping them, the feminists taking the side of those girls when they're being told to fuck off and, and, and get lost, 
and, and it's just created a mess. You know, when I was when I was a kid, like like you know, it was I lived in the Bronx. I had a fucking Super NES. My black friend had a Sega Genesis. Yes, that's stereotypical, but for some reason, I shit you not. Did you ever fucking notice that more black kids had Genesis? I had more- I had the Genesis. I did not have the, the I I had the Genesis, and my Asian neighbor had well, the Super Nintendo. Well, then you're black enough to pass for a Joe Biden voter, but we'll get on that in a second. Uh, you know, but the weird thing was, you know, it was it was me, another Puerto Rican kid, and a black kid in, in the Bronx, and we lived in the same apartment complex, and you know, the other Hispanic kid had a TurboGrafx 16. Which at the time, remember that was like the third oh my party. God, he that's, had like, that's like owning an Atari Jaguar. Why would you do that? <laughs> and I had the Super NES, and, and my black friend had the Sega Genesis, and we used to like go to each other's houses and game, and we talk shit to each other, and it was like wrestling because like you'd always have two of us against one one of them, like in a physical like confrontation. Like I would get pissed off, and then like end up getting in a fight with one of them, and the other would either take my side or take. It was yeah. like literally like nothing like wrestling angles. That was like life growing up in the Bronx and it wasn't toxic masculinity. You know, I mean, we punched each other in the face hundreds of fucking times. All right. And, and that's just how, you know, guys work. And there's a certain, it's not toxic. It's not, it's not toxicity in video games. People talk shit while they play video games. It's part of the whole thing. If you can't, that's where teabagging came from. Now, like I get, I feel like you'd get charged with rape if you teabag somebody in a video game now. Well, did you hear there was a, a, a couple of years, uh, not a couple of years back, maybe last year, I forget when Fallout 76 came out, like, um, there was, like, a guy who said something like, like, I'm here to burn all the gays or something, Fuck. and he got banned from, like, Fallout 76, like, you know, because apparently he was, you know, uh, promoting homophobia. Of course. But I don't think that he was doing that exactly in the sense that they, they, they wanted to indicate that he did. If you think about the game Fallout in the storyline, like the world is perpetually stuck in 1950 because of nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Like mentally, okay. yeah. mentally is stuck in 1950. Well, guess what? In 1950, they weren't down with that gay shit. So, you know, it's like, no. I'm here to punch No, they weren't. They yeah, certainly like, weren't. He didn't mean it like, oh, hey, I hate gay people. I, I, also, I also hear Joe Biden is stuck in the 1950s, so. Oh, yeah, we'll get on that in a second. But, yeah, so, I mean, this is the way I see it. If you're offended by something, there's an X in the upper right corner of the screen. Click, click it. Not it. Just... Huh? No, I was yeah. going to say with you, click it. Click the X. Get the fuck off our page. It's it's not just our page, though. I'm thinking, like, anything else. Like, the thing that gets me about people who come in with their identity politics and their bullshit into any walk of life, whether yeah. it's, it's comics, video games, wrestling, uh, you always talk about how you want to be left alone to do whatever you want to do. But then you don't want to leave anybody else alone because you're on everybody's ass to to conform to your fucking worldview. Yeah. Like, it's it's the most hypocritical thing I've ever seen. Because, you know what, I don't give a shit if somebody is gay or lesbian or gender neutral or wants to fuck a dolphin or or, or whatever the fuck they want to do. Fine, that's that's your prerogative. But, you know, I'm not going to think it's any less fucking weird. Right. You know, I mean, I'm going to think it's weird. You know what? Uh, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go like you know. Uh, have people like you know, with fucking torches storm the fucking castle like Frankenstein or nothing. But yeah, I think your fucking life choice is fucking weird. But likewise, you think my life choice is weird because you don't want to you know fuck you know women. So, I mean, you know, it's live and let live. Why do you have to make everybody fucking agree with your worldview? If you right. were so confident in your worldview, you wouldn't have to do that. So. I think that that's one of the one of the problems, and uh, you know, yeah, I guess we should go ahead and talk about the the, the big news story is Joe Biden oh, making an man. ass of himself. <sighs> I mean, this dude, this is a dude running for president, and it's amazing to me 
that for as much shit as people have given that man behind me, Donald Trump, for every, you know, if Donald Trump even says something slightly off kilter or if he says something, even if it's like something they yeah. agree with, but he says it with a certain tone of voice, they're on his ass. Like they just got on him the other day because he was like golfing with his buddies and none of them were wearing a mask. How dare but we'll they, get on the, How dare we'll they get not the, wear a mask? Dude, we've got some mask shit going on too. Oh. But, you know, my, my point is Biden, you know, he was asked about, you know, what he was going to do for black voters and, uh, you know, he basically said that if you still have to decide between me and Trump uh, who you're going to vote for, you're not black. Right. Which is it's the incredi- most. It's incredibly insulting to black people. Yeah, it is. It's saying it's saying that you are not an individual. You are an identity. Identity. You know, this well, identity not, 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 a, not even just an identity. It's it's equivalent to say, to saying, you know, fall in All line, fall in line, be the good little house Negro and. Yeah. Uh, and you know, do what we say because massa telling you what to do. That's you're that's, all that's what that that comes off as to to me at least. You're all supposed to think the same. That's what it comes out. Yeah, to, you, you know? you're supposed to think the same because this is what we trained you to do. That's how it comes off. Like you, it, it so comes actually, off like yeah. It's, it's Vince McMahon's WWE where if you and I were wrestlers, we would be forced to use the backstabber as a finisher because we're Puerto Rican. Hundred percent. Yes. Every, every Puerto Rican has to use the backstabber as a finisher. I, I, I will say, and I will admit to when I when I was wrestling, I did use the backstabber not as a finisher though, <laughs> but I did use it as a move. So that's that is a thing. In the fact that that's your last name, even yeah. though there's no relation. So uh, <laughs> actually, oh, you uh, are related to him. Yeah, it's like through it's like through my grandfather somehow. But yeah, there is. <laughs> Yeah. There is uh there is some familial tie there. You pop up like one of those like family tree shits from one of those sites like ancestry.com. Yeah. It's like I think it's like through I want to say it's like through my grandfather's father's like cousin or something. It's some kind of weird but yeah, there's some there is some lineage that's shared with them. Uh, wow. I I remember seeing it like years back. Um cuz we're like it's like it's like when you're like uh you know, like a cousin, like three, 13 times removed or something like that. It's some yeah. ridiculousness, but yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, all, all, all Puerto Ricans are related, I guess, <laughs> in some capacity. Oh, God. Um, something I, I, I also almost never admit and never talk about, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's cause you're white enough to pass for, for, yeah, I, I get away with, with being anything else. So yeah, I, I, I don't, get. especially in the summertime. I'm already like two shades darker than I was, oh, li- you know, five days ago. <laughs> I, I I don't even remember what the sun looks like because it's just everything up here has been clouds and rain for like weeks. It's just been absolutely fucking miserable. I'm just vacuuming my pool. Like gyms pool. are open too. So pool. Jeez, yeah. man. Yeah, and gyms are gonna be open again. So there's that. So now I gotta get my ass back to the gym, make up for lost time. So. Yeah, so so you've got the Biden clip running. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. Yeah, here we go. This is a remix of it. (laughs) Have you seen the one with the uh, the coffin dance? Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of good ones, but this is this is um. Yeah, this is pretty good. Fucking coughing. The fucking cough. He's always coughing. Like, how is he not dead from coronavirus yet? Oh, God. Oh, you know what? That's my fault. 
You know, I can't unsee comparisons between him and Steve Rogers at the end of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I mean, you just... I can't even believe that this, he fucking said this. That you ain't well, black. It got better. He had another another uh, misstep over the weekend as well. Did, did you see the new misstep? No, what else happened? So, he was on some interview and he said that I'm the only person who can defeat Joe Biden in November. That's not, the, that's not the first time he said that. I remember hearing him say that a while ago, too, that he could defeat himself. Which is yeah, ironic, so, because that's pretty much what he's doing. By him saying and doing shit like this, he is basically, like, defeating himself. I have seen Scott Steiner promos. Oh, my God. I just had the greatest idea with this with this freeze frame I have here. Oh, shit. Do you remember the Joker in, uh, yes. in, in Nicholson, Nicholson Batman? I yeah. feel like I can uh, take this picture... And incorporate it into, um, you know, the Smilex commercial he does? <laughs> yes. We need yeah. to do that. I mean, yeah, yeah we, we need some more exclusive content to, yeah. to increase our reach. Because people who liked the page from years ago remembered suddenly that they hate me and have been dropping off in droves. So, I think I think here I think the big divide in for us especially is, is in the way this podcast has differed from, you know, uh, from two angry guys and the way it's differed from um, asked and mm-hmm. and even asked and angry um, mm-hmm. is that we're definitely now leaning into a, a more heavy political divide here and we're and well, we, we you know we're, we're kind of aligned on the same side so I mean it, it's you know we're not getting a, a real counterbalance of, from anyone else which 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 I understand people you know are, are gonna feel like different things for things and yeah, does anyone want to happen. listen to ashlyn talk for two hours do you remember ashlyn like, she was whatever horrible. happened to her i don't know she had a sex change and became boris Oof. <laughs> one of your buddies there your liberal buddies that hate uh, me really badly it's it's hilarious one of what i think one of the few people that still talks to brett by the way oh wow yeah. but yeah so i mean but i really think again you know one of the problems is that that the reason we see that increased political divide is just because it's been ingrained in literally everything yeah. and if you're not you know uh, the problem with a lot of people on the left is that if you're not with them you're against them right and there are 100%. people there are people on the left who are reasonable there are people who reasonably disagree with me on facebook and reasonably gr- disagree with you on facebook and there are friends we have that you know are liberal but don't have that attitude that automatically you're not their friend. They can't support any of your projects, anything like that. You know, they, they respectfully disagree. Some of them, yeah. you know, uh, respond on cancel this podcast. Some of them respond to me personally. Um, you know, well, and- well, I think there's also a difference between the two of us. I wake up in the morning and think, what's the worst thing I could possibly say online that will get people to have conversations on my page. And mm-hmm. constantly I am saying these insane things most of the time I don't actually like really believe, but I'm just saying them because I know that it'll get people talking and get people pissed off. And to me, it's funny. And to watch people like go on my page and get angry about things I post is just, I, I like just, I get so much enjoyment out of it. Like it makes me feel so much better about my day. Yeah, no, you, you are, uh, you are Gerald, uh, Gerald Broflowski from, uh, from South Park. Only you're not a Jew. Yeah, but the the best part of of this of like doing that is making people genuinely think that I believe the insane shit I come up with. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm and just that's outright. what's fun about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, 
you know, I, I just think that another thing is, you know, with the election, there's so much Trump derangement. That... Oh, that's. I mean, it's it's gotten worse. It's yeah, it's 100 gotten it's worse. Incre- the, I've seen people say that they would let Joe Biden rape them if it meant beating Trump. I've seen people say that, and not like as a parody. Yeah. These are people who actually feel that way, that they hate Donald Trump so much that they're willing to overlook everything Joe Biden says. Like, for example, I saw a New York Times or Washington Post, one of those uh, headlines, and it said, come on, you know that what Joe Biden said about black people was a joke. Yeah. Right. Now, can you imagine how many times... I mean, it's literally hundreds of times that Trump has said something mockingly or jokingly, and they took it seriously. And now, all of a sudden, when Biden says it, it, it it's a joke. Well, let's let's look at this situation, right? So Biden Biden basically called um, black Republicans Uncle Toms, like that's mm-hmm. what he did. Now, yeah. whether or not he was joking, as as CNN was claiming, um, if Trump, in the same exact situation, said the same exact thing. We would be calling for his fucking resignation, like again, again. Yeah, again. They, there would be yeah. there would be fucking in court right now trying to get him impeached but, by for saying that. See, this is the problem. Uh, you know, when Biden says something like this, there are prominent uh, black conservative commentators out there. There are prominent black That's conservative. Commentators. I mean, look, Candace, Candace, Owens, Candace Owens, Owens has said Diamonds. some dumb things. Hold on, yeah. I will I will say this: Candace yeah. Owens has said some dumb fucking things. There's there's no denying that. However, she does represent a group of people that do exist. She is a Stacey black Dash. Republican. Stacey, Stacey Dash, Dash, yeah, Stacey Dash one. is another one that said some dumb things. But that's, I, I, there are yeah. things I like that she said, and there's dumb things she said, and, it's, but that, and that, that, that kind of goes hand in hand. But that yes, that, that, exactly. That's it. you can say. There's plenty of Democrats have said dumb things. So I mean, it's well, not. But I don't want it to. I don't want it to be like I'm just defending yeah. these people blindly because they they yeah. have similar yeah, yeah. voting. It's it's not just that. Like I'm not gonna yeah, no. defend some of the things that they've said because they've said dumb things. Um, but you've, you've got like yeah. Terrence K. Williams, you have Diamond and Silk, you have Kanye West. I mean, Ben Carson is part of Trump's cabinet, correct? For crying out loud, yeah. And he's an African American. And you know what? He, you know, if you remember, even when they were running, like Trump was the only one who showed Carson any respect. You remember there was like a point where Carson kind of got lost on stage a little bit. Yeah, he and... had like a, a senior moment. Yeah, and but Trump was the only one who like sort of checked up on him. Was like, dude, are you all right? Like, but they they always talk about how racist Trump is, and yet he was the only person who was like, you know what? Hey, let me go see what's going on with him. Yeah, you know, like, it, and then Biden could get away saying stuff like this. Like, and he said a lot of this stuff during the debates too. A lot of this. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of this black people love me. Uh, he even said it during that interview. He said, the NAACP always endorses me when I run. Yeah. Like, what do you mean when you run? Like, when you run for president? Because you've only run for president this one time, bro. Well, you know? Yeah, he said in the interview, like, the when, he, when you know, all the years he's been running in his home state, like, 98% of black people vote for him. And I'm just like, okay, well, good for you. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just, to me, it, it's really condescending. And I think that if you are, not just if you're black, but if you're any minority, Hispanic, Asian, you should look at this and, and sort of, you know, take a step back and really evaluate, is this who you want to vote for? Mm-hmm. It, you know, that you can complain about the way that Trump says things and you can complain about Trump's rhetoric all day. But in comparison, you know, I mean, he's not saying stuff flat out like this, you know? Yeah, this, uh, was, this was as racist a thing as I've heard any politician say publicly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I just 
I mean, I was sort of shocked. Like, I thought it was a joke, or I thought it was like a Babylon B, uh, you know, oh, when, a, a when Babylon B yeah. article. I, on, had, on I didn't hear about it right away. I heard about it like a, later in the day, and then I found the clip. I'm like, holy fuck, that's like really bad. And and I don't think this I don't think Charlemagne strong. like Charlemagne is the guy who was interview, uh, yeah. interviewing him. And I don't yeah. even think he realized what he said right away because he didn't really respond to it. The way I would have expected but, somebody. But his to, facial expression yeah. definitely showed like he knew like wait a minute this dude is yeah. off his gourd. Yeah. Like he didn't know how to reply to it, but yeah. he said hey this ain't about Trump. Like he even said it. This ain't about Trump. This is what you can do. And that is true. That's the other thing is that 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 you know if you were listening to this as a voter, if you were listening to any of the debates as a voter, one of the problems was how many times Trump's name was mentioned versus what can you do for the people that you're trying to win the votes of. Yeah, because there's a big difference in that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so you know, I mean, that's pretty much where where we are with uh, with, with Joe Biden, who's just a complete joke. We ought to, somebody needs to like Photoshop him into being Glass Joe from Punch Out. Like that needs to be a thing. Did we ever? I you thought know, we looked at. I, I thought I remember looking that up. Did that not exist? I don't think we ever. No, no, it's he, just that Gabby J and Glass Joe look alike, and oh, Gabby okay. J looks more like Biden with a mustache. Um, but yeah, so uh, also, you know, we, we talk about another thing that, that that's pretty bad is is that COVID nineteen, the coronavirus, is pretty much at this point um, turned less about the virus and more about political lines. Yeah. So that's also been a little bit difficult because I'm more of uh, the type that's like, you know what, I want to get back to normal life. I want to be able to go out. I want to be able to do things. I want to be able to go places. Obviously, for you, you know, I mean, you're usually at the movie theaters at least once or twice a week when, you know, life is normal. Um, you know, th there's no normalcy in the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. It does exist. Make it. Yeah, it does exist. Oh, shit. Amazing. Amazing. I, I actually want that playable so I can knock him out. Um, but, you know, the thing about it is, you know, obviously people are tired of the coronavirus now here in Georgia gyms officially like like the big gyms the planet fitness and the la fitness has reopened a uh, few stores have uh jc penny is like bankrupt I, I assume as a result of coronavirus was a nail in the coffin for them um but still a lot of stores you know haven't quite opened yet but more we're seeing more stuff open up yeah and court has even said that states that reopened uh quickest which were texas georgia and florida are not seeing this huge influx of uh, of people you know getting sick that the media was so sure was going to happen, that other liberals on my timeline were so sure was going to happen, the stay home crowd. Um, now, New York, obviously, you guys still, you know, have. Yeah, New York. So New York State is opening up, but New York City itself is staying in lockdown for a little while longer. Mm -hmm. that's, but, that's you know, the deal here. But but you posted a video. Was That was something you personally, like, recorded earlier, right? Where, oh, where... the supermarket. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me get I mean, that. Hang on. Because what's happening now is, is that you guys are in that militant, like, sort of mask thing. And see, we still have to social distance in Georgia, but I don't go out wearing the mask. And I don't give a shit to wear a mask. Yeah, let me I will that, not wear a mask. Loaded. You know, because I'm just not going to fucking do it. I think that it's, it's you know... Um, you know, I think that's stupid, and I think that's ineffective. I think that if you're going to get sick, no mask is going to fucking save you. Oh, yeah. You know? without, without question. Without question, my friend. And, you know, so I think that people are overreacting, and I, I see it. People give me, like, dirty looks when I go into certain stores or certain areas where, like, almost everybody's wearing a mask, and then here's me, the one guy that's not wearing a mask, and they're looking at me like I'm an alien. 
and it's like, well, fuck you, you know. I'm, and like I told you, McDonald's. Uh, there's a McDonald's in my area that, that has like a no mask, no service sign. You know, the one that's inside yeah. the Walmart. They yeah. won't even let you walk into the McDonald's part of the Walmart without a mask on. And I, I sort of, like I said, I, I walked past them like, well, then no money, and then kept walking. No ticket. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit. Right. But yeah, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting loaded up. It's fucking everything's being slow. Um, yeah, it was it was like uh, so this is let me preface this before I we go to it. Um, this is at a Staten Island supermarket. Uh, it's a shop right, just a regular you know shop right. So, but this lady wasn't um wearing her mask, and mm. the people that were there started flipping the fuck out on her. Uh, because she wasn't wearing a mask. And Star of David, Star of David. Yeah. Uh, t- tell me about it. That's, that's where this shit's heading very fucking quickly. Well, de Blasio is making it really sound that way with a lot of the shit he's been saying for the past few weeks. Man, it's crazy. Why is this not... All right, we're going to do it this way. I'm going to put it on the full screen. Um, right. So, here it is. I'm going to cut to... Here we go. Yeah, so... You know, it's, not, it's not in the center of the screen, but... Um, you got the idea. Yeah. Oh, for a minute, I, I realized that was that woman's hair and not a paper bag over her entire head on the, on the shopping cart. Yeah. I thought it was a paper bag for a minute over her entire head. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I compared it uh, after you posted it to uh, that Seinfeld episode where Kramer is in the AIDS walk and doesn't want to wear the ribbon. Yes. And everyone... I, I, I did not make the connection right away. And then I watched I'm like, holy fuck, this is the most accurate thing ever. Who does not want to wear the ribbon? Like, they're all, like, on his case for that shit. And he's like, this is America. I don't have to wear anything I don't want. <laughs> they're like, she's like, you have to wear the ribbon. And he's like, see, that's why I don't want to wear the ribbon. Yeah, which is the truth. I mean, that's almost sums up how like I feel about the mask thing. Like yeah. you're going to tell me I'm required to do something, you know, uh, it's going to make me less inclined to actually do it. You know oh what I'm yeah, hundred percent. Like they're, they're, this is just amping people up uh, to to not you know not want to be part of this whole shit. Like look, we're turning on each other over fucking like it's it's goddamn a piece of a, toilet a piece paper of, with yeah. a fucking string on it. And it's basically what it is. Yeah. You know? It's a piece of paper. It's over your face. Yeah. And fuck you. These people are yelling, fuck you, and cursing at a lady because she's not wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and here's somebody with, like, toilet paper, paper towels or some shit. Yeah. I mean, and there's a fucking nurse walking by. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, these people are just cursing at this lady as she's trying to walk down the aisle without her mask. But, you know, this is the thing. They're trying to condition us that this is the new normal, and there's nothing normal about this. This is just... You know, completely ridiculous. I think that we've gone too far. With that whole COVID. that whole new normal thing is starting to get troublesome, isn't it? Yeah, it is because they're, they're trying to normalize it to the point where this is how we're going to be. And I think that they want us to be more like China. They want us to be more like uh, you know the Middle Eastern com- countries where facial coverings is you know is normal over there. Oh, you imagine, know? imagine. If we try to start pushing like fucking burkas on women uh, as as some way to to help with health and you know, c- come on, come yeah. this is it's it's look. Did you see the new uh, the, the the new healthcare worker Funko Pops? Yeah, I did. I I, I couldn't believe That's when I so saw that how real that was. That is so cringeworthy. Do, do they TikTok? Do they do they dance? 
No, I they mean, just sit in their office all day doing nothing because no one's coming yeah. in. You know, but it, it's amazing to me. Like, like one guy got mad because he said that I was being so edgy because I'm like, fuck you all. I'm not wearing a mask like on, on your page. And I'm like, no, I, fuck you all. I'm not wearing a mask. I don't feel the need to wear a mask. If you want to wear it and you want to buy the propaganda, go right ahead. But I'm not going to wear it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my choice. That is my decision that I'm allowed to make as an individual. And see, that's the problem is, is everything is, is, is sort of leading towards this end of individuality. Uh, with it's the hive. It's about the hive. Yeah, uh, with, with the Joe Biden thing, you know, all black people have to vote for me. You know, I'm the master and all that. You know, and, and, and then you have idiots. I mean, these people tell you you have to wear a mask because it's, you know, protecting you. And then these idiots put on a mask and they can't even wear a mask correctly. Look at Alyssa Milano today. Did you see the, the tweet that she put out that no. everyone was Oh, what did she do? What did okay. she do? You got to see it. Alyssa Milano put out a tweet of her and her family wearing masks. Oh, no. And she is wearing a mask that is a knitted mask. So since it's a knitted mask, you know it's got holes in it. Oh, Therefore, sense. it's completely ineffective. You you got to pull that up. It's it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant in her stupidity. Oh, T- TMZ is, has it. Yeah, here it is. I'm getting it. She up. is the gift that gives on giving. She is second only to Alexandria El Cortez. Cortez in terms of liberal stupidity. Uh, she opens her mouth. And every time she does, she actually costs the Democrats votes. Jesus. Because she's, you know, this paragon of, uh, of Democratic politics, and, and she does shit like this. I can't believe I ever thought she was attractive. Like, I mean, she, she's not... Look, being, being a, a liberal yeah, but who's I mean, out of her fucking mind does not make her less attractive. Let's, it makes her less attractive to... Like, like physics, to me, a, pers- a person's personality makes them less attractive to me. Like, over time, like, if they say enough stupid shit, I'm like, no. Uh, and that's the problem with Alyssa Milano. Like, like, you know, physically, is she was she an ugly woman? Especially, you know, in, in, during the charm days and everything? Absolutely yeah. not. But, you know, her stupidity has made her ugly. She's a more... That and having, like, two or three kids or whatever the hell I mean. But she's an idiot. I mean, she's just a complete moron. I mean, it's... What? I don't know. She just... I don't know. Yeah. Look, I had a wrestling mask made. I, I didn't get it yet because it's, it's coming from uh, California. But mm-hmm. um, since we're, we're dealing with this and, and New York, we're still going to be obligated to wear it to go outside no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. I decided to get some cool ones made. So I'm getting um, a, wrestle, a lucha mask maker to make me like a couple of them. So I'm going to have a couple of those in a couple of weeks. But like... That's just because I want it to look like something like decent and not just be some trash that like trash that I found on the fucking ground and threw on my face. Um, yeah. well, you know, no, I'm going to have some fucking fun with it. I don't want to wear it. I don't want to wear it. With the disposable masks, like, you know, people are just throwing them on the floor. They're throwing gloves on the floor everywhere. Everywhere you go, you see gloves and masks all over the floor, like disposable masks, disposable gloves. Because like, humans so are cons- fucking garbage. Human yeah, beings but- are fucking garbage. But for some, for people who are so concerned about the virus and germs, there are germs fucking everywhere because their discarded shit is all over the floor. Yeah. And you would think there would be like biohazard contain containers put throughout the city of oh hey dispose of your mask and your and your gloves here well, so you don't not like even not even biohazard a fucking garbage can. How about a, a fucking just put it in the goddamn trash can on your way to the, out of the parking lot. Like, you're leaving Target, you take your fucking mask off, and you throw it in the trash. Why are you throwing it on the fucking street next to your car? You ever notice that liberals and left-wing people are really bad about that? Like, like if you look at, like, 
when they do like climate change rallies or when they do oh they trash the places they trash the places everywhere they don't pick up after themselves they they want to talk about the environment and yet they ruin the environment of everywhere they go by 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 leaving trash everywhere they're fucking slobs uh, they're hypocritical slobs 100 percent. parasites and hypocrites man you know, it's just, it never fucking ends with that, you know? But, you know, um, we do have to talk about, there There are some people who tragically lost their lives in professional wrestling to COVID-19. Oh, yeah. To COVID-19. Uh, Shad Gaspard and Hana Kimura both died of COVID-19 this week. No, they didn't. But, you know, I'm surprised at this point that we're not labeling those as COVID deaths because they actually had nothing at all to do with COVID-19. But so Shad Gaspard, that was really weird how that went. Like, he got yeah. lost in- it's a really sad story. Yeah, but at least at least he he did get his child out of that. Like like didn't he say rescue my son? You know. Yeah. So um, apparently his son was drowning or or like struggling with the riptide, and he yeah. swam out over to his son to help his son, and then get the lifeguards over uh, to help his son out, and then he ended up himself getting fucking caught in the same riptide and and drowning. Yeah. And they I didn't mean, find his body until I think I think two or three days, two later. days later. Yeah. It is sad. Um, you know, he did do the respectable thing of, hey, you know, if it's me or my kid, I'm going to save my I'm going to do everything to save my kid. I, I think, you know, these days a lot of people, you know, are, are shitty parents that wouldn't be able to, to do that, sacrifice themselves. You know, but that shows how noble of a person in real life that he was, that he said, you know what, I, I can't let my kid die. You know, I'm going to save my child, even if it costs me my own life. Yeah. You know, and um, but that was pretty tragic. He was only, what, 39 years old? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he was yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. But that I mean that that's it was it was surprising because it was just one of those things like holy shit. Are, are it's you a crazy it? it's a crazy story because like it's just it, it of all it like the beaches just reopened in California and he's yeah. like the first of all people he's the fucking first one to have a an accent. There was actually just one in in New York to, uh, today or yesterday. Wow. Um, a kid uh, in Rockaway Beach like a twenty one year old kid drowned. Um, cause wow. there's no, there's, and the beaches aren't officially like open here. There's no lifeguards. Um, mm-hmm. but some kid drowned here and I'm just like, first of all, the water here is way too fucking cold to go in. So I don't know who the fuck's swimming at the beach right now, but yeah, I mean, um, even in my pool, I just mentioned crazy. the water is still, the water is still fucking cold and I'm in Georgia where it's hot yeah. and it's just, you know, it's been rainy and cold and shit. And then the other story, uh, which was really surprising is, uh, stardom's Hana Kimura committed suicide Yeah, after, Supposed cyber bullying, uh, targeted harassment by. Uh, she was on some reality TV show on Netflix. I yeah, I don't really know much much about her in in, in terms of that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, basically, what happened is, is is she was on some reality TV show, and and I think uh, I think Phil described it in in one of the the chats here to us exactly what happened. But basically, she was on this ridiculous. I guess it's a Japanese reality TV show that's also on Netflix. Okay. I assume. Yeah, I saw something about Netflix, and, but I didn't really understand what the the thing was. And some guy essentially, I believe, like uh, ruined like her twelve hundred dollar ring gear, and I think she like slapped him or struck him or something. And all of a sudden, like all the fans of this show like really got on her case about how she's a piece of shit. She deserves to die. She deserves to be raped. Jeez. You know, which is ridiculous because it's like, wait a minute, he destroyed her shit. Yeah, you would think it would be the other way around. Yeah, especially with with the way that that, that things are. Um, You know, so, yeah, you know, basically what happened is she started tweeting that she, what's the show? (coughs) Terrace House. Terrace House on Netflix. 
So what happened is she got an argument with one of the housemates because reality TV show, it's like one of those real world type shows where people live in the house. He wrecked her $1,200 gear in the washer. She went off and knocked his hat off when she stormed out of the room. That was literally it. It happened in January. And she's received a steady stream of death threats and harassment on, you know, primarily Twitter from fans of the show who yeah. just don't like her because of that interaction. Um, which is interesting because, I mean, in, in terms of, you know, you would think that for somebody of her stature, she, she was, what, 22 years 22. old? Uh, very, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. She's a very attractive girl. Uh, she has a lot of men simp. Yeah, she has a lot of men simping for her. Well, she hasn't rotted yet, so, you know, she's still... Oh, trust me. There was probably a guy that was trying to plan a flight to Japan just to finish her off. Well, have you seen some of the tweets from, from some of her fans? She has had some very rabid uh, fans. There were some people, like, telling one of her fans, like, that he needed help because he's, he, he was, like, saying that he has these really explicit sex dreams about her, playing yeah. with her feet or some shit. Yeah. Like, I mean... But, you know, she always used to seem to take it in stride. She seemed to be a pretty, you know, uh, positive girl in that regard. Um, you know, now, the thing is, obviously on this show we talk about it. You know, I believe that you can say whatever, you know, whatever you want. You know, free speech should be protected. I do draw the line at things like death threats and, and, and threatening to, like, commit, like, actual crimes. Which, Unless it's Leslie Jones. That was okay. Yeah. Well, Les Leslie Jones herself is a, is a war crime upon humanity. Like, she should have never happened. Yeah. Um, you know, well, look, look. I mean, the the. I don't know if you saw the original the the tweet where she apparently mm -hmm. like the thing she posted as she was dying, which is yeah. in itself pretty fucking crazy that she posted like a. I guess she had cut her arms and she yeah. posted a picture of her, herself like from her point of view lying on the bed with her cat staring at her. Mm -hmm. Um, weird weird thing to post as your last thing, but, um, huh. yeah, like I don't, I I can't really <laughs> speak out because I've probably told more than a couple mm -hmm. thousand people to kill themselves in various ways. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm probably not the person to say like, don't, don't bully anybody. Cause I firmly believe in it. I I'm on the other side where I think that people need to start rather than trying to teach people or, or rather just say, don't say that that's mean. How about yeah. you do the other way and say, Hey, maybe don't take words on the internet so fucking seriously. No, I I agree with that to regard. I I think that I do wonder, you know, like like at some point, you know, some people had spoken to her, like some of her friends and peers, um, and said she seemed okay. But I think in a situation like that, where they're tweeting like pictures like that, like you go over to their fucking house. Don't let them be well, by themselves. Because let, let's look at the situations, though, right? Yeah. So Paige, let's take Paige because she's like a yeah. great example of this. Uh, Paige's nudes and, and all the videos leaked. She was harassed, and to this point, it still is harassed online mm -hmm. horrendously over yeah. over those videos and stuff, and and becoming mm -hmm. a joke of of a person for all the things that you know happened afterwards. Um, like the surgeries. Oh yeah, my yeah, god! She, she looks I, 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 I guarantee the surgeries are all played into all the um, psychological trauma she's going through. Uh, mm. That being said, she's still alive. Yeah. Like, no, I, she, I agree. She I, had it way worse. Way worse. I think worse. you're going to hear a lot of, I mean, you're going to hear a lot of shit. You know, that's just how the internet is. You know, it's a critical place. It's not a friendly place. It's not a nice place. It's never going to be a nice place, no matter how much you try to Human, teach police fuck, anybody. No, fuck the internet. Fuck just the internet. The, the world. The world. We just watched a video of people telling somebody to go fuck themselves because they weren't wearing a fucking paper mask on their face. Mm -hmm. That's humanity. That yeah. is the world 
in general. It's mm-hmm. not just the internet. The world mm-hmm. itself is a horrible fucking place. And mm-hmm. people, human beings, are horrible to each other. Yeah, no, so I agree. So the sooner we get the get this all like kumbaya mm-hmm. bullshit out out mm-hmm. of of the psyche here and start realizing that like everybody hates everybody on this fucking planet and we're all just mm-hmm. here to rot together until we all die, like that is the world. Stop worrying about what other people think of you or what say to you. Live your life the way you want to live it. Nothing, fu- nothing here on this planet you do matters. So mm-hmm. just do whatever the fuck you want. Live however the fuck you want. You want to be a tranny? Go be a tranny. But don't get upset when people make fun of you for being a tranny. That was your choice. You knew what people were going to do when, when they found that out. And yeah, you, Brett. You're, <laughs> you're making... You're, making that decision you decided this is who you are this is the way you want to live your life and that's fine you live your life that way that does not mean anybody around you has to acknowledge or accept it okay that's that's where we're at with things and i hate this idea that we have to sit around and accept and 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 be happy for everybody's bullshit i don't give a fuck about anything i go through my day only giving a shit about my immediate circle. And my immediate circle is me, my wife, and my unborn child right now. And mm-hmm. outside of that, I could give a fuck about mm-hmm. anything. None of these nope. matters. When I die in about 40 years, which is mm-hmm. roughly about where I'm, where I'm expecting it to land, like, I'm going to disappear, and nothing that I leave behind is going to matter. So I'm just along for the ride, enjoying this the best that I can, to make this as comfortable as I can until that day comes. So on on more you know so so we'll we'll switch the wrestling to a little bit of a more uh, a different tone here. Uh, he's not dead, but he has left the W. Drew Gulak released this week was another wrestling news story this week, uh, which was surprising because I think he was in a, a pretty decent spot in WWE prior to his, his, his requesting his release. So is there any more details on on what what was up with that or why Drew Gulak quit WWE this week? Uh, it's 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 like a combination of things. So his contract was coming up, mm-hmm. and um, he asked mm-hmm. for a raise, and mm-hmm. they didn't want to give him a raise. So mm-hmm. his contract expired uh, on SmackDown last last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a match with Daniel Bryan. He wrestled it, and then the next mm-hmm. day he was he was announced that he was gone. So mm-hmm. it seems like. He wanted a little bit more money because, you know, he was basically probably getting, like, 205 Live money still instead of SmackDown yeah. money. Yeah. And they but didn't want to give it to him. Ballsy for him to ask, given the, given the climate of WWE right now. Well, um, it's, it's because of that, though, that, like, they just released a bunch of people. Like, yeah. you have the money. You've been, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine he was asking for that big of a raise. Like, it, yeah. it, it's just, you know, you're you're... you're got to figure like he was not making the kind of money that some of the bigger stars were making and if they didn't feel like he was worth it then you know when when shit starts opening up he's, no, gonna, I, he's gonna do fine he's i think that's respectable fine. i think it's respectable for you know to just he didn't you know quit. Stand your he didn't he didn't yeah. quit he didn't walk away his contract expired and that's yeah it. And, and yeah it was just a negotiation that didn't go uh you know where it was a mutual sort of mutual uh you know they couldn't reach an agreement yeah and it's totally possible that maybe if he doesn't sign with AEW, that maybe eventually he could come back, and if they offer him a little bit more money, it's even mm-hmm. you know that's that's it's possible. He's yeah, gonna he's no. gonna do well on the indies though until well, they can, of, you know once they open up. Speaking of AEW, now you watched AEW's paper. I didn't watch. I did. I yeah, I was watching it before the show. That 
to, to wrestling so yeah. so how did that go didn't they actually have like a, a crowd they or had a sort out? of crowd um so, crowd. so i don't know what exactly it is that they're doing right now but mm-hmm. they have people in the stands that so it's, they have the wrestlers like they have the wrestlers who aren't working on the show um sitting directly at ringside and then on the hard camera behind behind the hard camera there's a mm-hmm. couple sections of fans or mm-hmm. what i'm thinking is at least crew members families yeah, but, friends and family. And yeah, the so from what I'm gathering, they have maybe like 20 or 30 people that aren't wrestlers that are just watching the show. And it's adding crowd noise. And Which it, is important. It, That's and it, something and that... it's making such a huge difference compared to, to WWE's product. No, I, I refuse to watch WWE in, in, in this tone because like I've told you before, my problem with WWE without an audience is that First of all, if you've ever, you know, seen any promo in wrestling where somebody, you know, decides to break the kayfabe, they tell you, you know, the real thing is the audience, the real, the real stars are the audience kind of thing. The fact that they did it the night after WrestleMania with no, with no crowd in and of itself is disastrous to me. That's like unthinkable to me because I, I think the problem is for, for wrestling, especially for WWE, mm-hmm. your audience decides what works and what doesn't. And if it weren't for the audience... Stone Cold Steve Austin would have still been fucking the ringmaster, Chili McFreeze, whatever the fuck they wanted to call him, and it would have never happened. If it weren't for the audience shitting all over Rocky Maivia, what a terrible fucking gimmick with his Cosmo Kramer hair and his fucking ridiculous fucking gear. We would have never had The Rock. Like, these things are the result of the crowd. These things are organically created by the crowd. Mm. When you don't have a crowd reacting to everything you do, you get WWE thinking that Baron Corbin is a main eventer. I mean, that's, well, that that's was, what that you was, get. Well, that was going on before they lost the crowd. They lost yeah, the crowd. But, I mean, but they're, they're going to keep thinking it's a good idea. They're not going to be like, oh, hey, maybe these people just really don't like seeing this guy. Well, you know? I, I will say, so the, the main event of uh, the a show tonight, and it was actually a really good show. They had an excellent ladder match that started the, the main mm-hmm. show. Um, mm-hmm. But the show ended on a, um, like a, another kind of like cinematic style match. But this yeah. one was taking place in the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars football stadium. And the whole match was around the stadium, on the field, and, and whatnot. But, like, to me, it showed that the atmosphere of it being in a stadium, regardless if the stadium itself was empty, mm-hmm. added to the show. Yeah. And it it almost, like, made me feel like maybe if, if Mania had been in a stadium, even if it was empty, the atmosphere of that would have made, a, made, a, made it more special. Difference. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Now, now, here's here's the thing that I'm wondering is is that if wrestling, not just wrestling, but other other you know events will start to um, you know follow suit here. But but this is important, even though even though I know that that, that you're an atheist, um, Trump said this week that churches would be allowed to reopen, and that any state that 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 told them no, uh, that Trump would overrule that immediately. Yeah. But the thing is. It's not about the churches, uh, you know, there, there's also a practical way you got to look at this. What he's basically allowing is since the churches can gather, you're going to have more things that usually would have gatherings start to say, okay, well, what, you know, you've let the churches reopen. That's a gathering of X amount of people in a, in a building. Now we need to start, you know, normalizing, you know, uh, where we let people in. Maybe not like 20,000, 30,000 people, but hey, yeah, 50, 100 people, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I think for wrestling and, and a lot of those type of sporting events, combat sporting events, you can have them and just be like, hey, you know, the seats are limited to X amount of people. 
You know what I'm saying? X amount of people can get in because, you know, COVID is limited to seating. Well, New, York, New, York, New York's uh, churches are going to be, I think, 10 people are allowed in. That's stupid. Which is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. That That's, you know, I mean, that that is really stupid because, I mean, you know, well, some of these the, churches... Well, that's the, the thing they did this week. Uh, Cuomo uh, said that now New York can have um, non-essential gatherings of up to 10 people. That's where we're at with New York right now. You know, I really, I find it interesting, you know, I've seen a lot of criticism about the fact that, that Como uh, has handled things pretty badly, but the news is hailing him as some kind of hero, whereas, you Well, know, de Blasio uh, is, getting, is getting murdered on a daily basis for how badly he's handling it. Well, he's, he's basically this, I, I feel like he's the whipping boy in the whole thing, because of the fact that he's well, a lot of his Well, de- a lot of his decisions are are terrible to be fair his decisions were yeah. terrible before COVID 19 yeah i mean it, it's only gotten worse uh some of the stuff that he's he's come up with but i saw a babylon b article making fun of him and comparing him to hitler where, where he, you know where he's been attacking the jews you know <laughs> yeah there's been a lot of stuff with the jews going on here in new york uh, a lot of raids on the jews i just say yeah. the optics of that aren't very good yeah exactly that's you know but um yeah i mean the, the thing is uh you know, this whole situation is, and, you know, the news, the media isn't reporting that there aren't that many deaths in Georgia or Florida or Texas right now, because it makes them look really bad if the states that reopen first, where people yeah. aren't dying, because, you know, if that's the case, so people aren't dying, you're going to have people want to get out and get back to normal. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, one of the problems is that, you know, these populous and liberal states like new york and california you have you know they're really trying to impose that authority that that that, that de- and i think that, that shows the difference between a, a conservative and a liberal in terms of the mentality and you know i don't want things to be political like i said but it's night and day different what you get mm-hmm. in a blue state as opposed to a red state with this going on um you know and, and it's funny because um you know, it, it's just, it's again, there are people turning against, um, you know, against the liberals. Uh, example, Elon Musk is a great example. He actually oh, caught man, even we, more. We've red-pilled uh, Elon Musk, Elon, haven't we? Like, flat out, he said, flat out, take the red pill on Twitter. And, you know, the thing is, Musk is a guy that whether you're to the right or to the left, he's such an enigmatic character I mean, he's a meme already among shit posters everywhere, whether it's the, the ridiculous cyber truck, some of the shit he's done, the weird name for the kid, uh, you know, the fact that he has posted, uh, you know, anime shit on his Twitter before, uh, you know, him smoking weed on the Joe Rogan podcast is a meme. I mean, the dude is, is pretty iconic, um, you know, as far as it goes. I mean, he does have a lot of influence. He's, a, you, know, uh, you know, a rich man. He's, he's, you know, a successful businessman. Um, my concern is that, you know, to an extent, even though he's now talking about taking the red pill, is that his company and, and, and you know, his wife, I mean, these are people who are pretty leftist. So if he moves to a red state, is he going to end up inadvertently flipping that state blue because the people underneath him are still raging butt-fucking liberals? You know, like if he leaves question. California and goes to Texas, is he going to inadvertently flip Texas blue because the people under him... You know, and that's the problem with liberals, like liberals, even sensible ones will complain about problems caused by liberal policy and leave. They'll leave New York. They will leave California and they'll move to Texas. They'll move to Florida. They'll move to Atlanta 
and continue to vote Democrat. Yeah. For the same policies that turned where they came from into a shithole. And, and, and it doesn't make any sense to me. But, um, you know, either way, Musk even, like, attacked colleges. He said college is not a good gauge of your intelligence level. He said it's I agree. A place I, party. I've always said that. I, I no, like I've always said that as well. Fucking waste. You know, I, I went to college for, what, a year and a half? And I, I dropped out because it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. It felt like none – you know, I had a certain expectation of college and what yeah. it was going to be, and it wasn't anything like that. It just felt like additional high school just with really old people. You know? I, I um, Yeah, I did three years. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I got my, my got associates. Than I did. Yeah, I got my associates, and then uh, – I tapped out because I was just like, this is this is a waste of my time. And I went straight to work. And I've been working for the last 15 years, basically, without problem. No amount of college is going to circumvent life experience. And that's what people don't understand. Life experience and common sense go a long way further than your education on a sheet of paper. Yeah. Because if, the, if society does collapse on itself, your college education means jack shit. That, that's the problem. You know, that sheet of paper don't mean shit. Do you know how to survive? Do you know how to talk to people? Do you know how to interact with people? Do you know how to get shit done or do what you got to do? And a lot of people who go to college for four years don't know how to fucking do that or, or, or more. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, yes, a degree is important if you're going to go into like a medical field or, or a law field or a, a veterinary field or one of those fields. Yes. But, I mean, it's not something that is uh, near as uh, – you know, a lot of these people are going to college and getting gender studies degrees and then wondering why they can't get a job in the real world. It's because all you can do with a gender studies degree is teach about gender studies. It's a money pyramid essentially. Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and so, you know, I agree with Elon Musk. I think that practical sense uh, will take you further in life than going to college for four years, busting your ass, hitting the books, you know, being miserable, having to turn in term paper after term paper after term paper – and at the end of it, not only don't you feel fulfilled, but you get a, a degree in a, a – a lot of the times if you don't get a, a degree in something that's practical – and we do have friends who have gone to college, educated themselves, gotten practical degrees and are making good money. But the majority of people do not go to college for practical degrees. They go to college for shit like gender studies or you know, like, like six million psych degrees with no – they just get the psych degree with no like roadmap for what they're going to do after they get that degree. And then it's just like, oh, hey, this is an oversaturated market. We don't have any jobs. Because everybody, everybody else has that degree too. Well, the other, the other bullshit is a lot of jobs that you go to, you know, for college. Like, I have my degrees. Nothing I'm doing was taught to me in school. Every mm-hmm. skill I have currently, I was taught on the job. Mm-hmm. And and that's just from a, a, a aspect of like, you know, the school you may have may be teaching you an outdated technology or something that you know isn't used in the workplace. I learned by doing, look, in my, in my job, look, I handle talking to people. That's just something, you know, I mean, I'm naturally good at, you know, talking to people in sales. That's something that, you know, I, I've, I've grown up around it my entire life. My dad did the same line of work and, and did pretty good. Um, but, you know, even like the other aspects of it, like whether it's graphic design or anything else, I'm self-taught. I've learned that on my own. I've learned how to do, you know, databasing, computer stuff and all that on my own. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't very good at it. Like I can show old shit that I wasn't very good at, you know, compared to now. You know, I mean, you know, it's just, again, there, there's a certain level of, of teaching yourself how to do things uh, versus, you know, getting told by some asshole professor, you know, how to do it. Because, you know, retention, you learn by, most people learn by doing. Yeah. That's just how it is. Okay, right. But, um, you know, but, and, and that's the thing, you know, the experience you get is, you know, when you're on the job and you're working, you get that experience, you learn different fucking things. Um, 
but yeah, so so Musk, you know, has said that we should take the red pill. Um, now, also, this was echoed by Ivanka Trump, who also is a former liberal until, you know, until uh, very recent, even until recently, she didn't like officially register as a Republican, despite, you know, the fact that Donald, her father is, is a president, you know, is, is the president and Republican. So she also sort of echoed this. And I think she like posted a reply to Elon or something or something with like the red pill. And the Wachowski sisters got really butthurt about it. Now, this makes me laugh because, of course, Red Pill comes from the Matrix movies, which the Wachowski brothers brought us before they both transitioned and became, I don't know what the fuck they became. It's ridiculous, okay? How do you, how do you think they feel about that, uh, personally? They're that, mad that about they, it. That they're responsible for the, the meme that has become Red Pill but versus Red Pill. That's what I'm wondering. Look, this has been a thing online for years. That they're, they're, and now they're mad at, you know, and I don't know if they weren't paying attention because they were too busy cutting their dicks off. Um, you know, but, but the thing is, this has been a meme now for years, you know, take the Red Pill. But it's also, look, you know, it, it, Wachowski's, you know, fuck off, because this is not just something from The Matrix. Um, it's also that, unfortunately, when you made this movie, you weren't all political. You weren't woke. At the time, well, they weren't both women either. Yeah, you weren't. They weren't women. They weren't woke. Blue. Look, look at our political parties. The red party in our country is the Republicans. The blue party is the Democrats. Even though you would think it would be reversed, because the Democrats fall in line with communists, and communists their color is red. So it's kind of funny that we sort of flipped it over. But we're America. We do everything backwards. It's like we don't use the fucking metric system. Fuck the metric system. I will never learn the fucking metric system. Yeah, it's too Fuck late you. for that now. Yeah, it's too late. Fahrenheit, you know, and, and all that shit. Miles. Fahrenheit you know makes sense to me. I don't know why. Cold is, cold is zero. That yeah. that seems to make sense. Like when I see Celsius, it's like today was was eighteen degrees, and that's like a good day. I'm like, what the fuck? How does that make any sense? Yeah, I'm like, fuck off. Look, I'm I'm just gonna, you know, I I, I like the way that we do things here. I know that the people that you know, I know that the rest of the world is like the rest of the world is making fun of you. The rest of the world can go fuck itself. They don't live here. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's my thing, though. With the Wachowski sisters getting upset about this, uh, they have new Matrix projects on the way. Yeah, there's a Matrix sequel coming. They're hardcore SJW. How cringe do you think that's going to be? How hard do you think that it becomes less about making a good Matrix film and more about political agenda, political ideal, and taking the red pill meme away from the people? Like, they're going to be so mad that people co opted this. I think they're going to be obsessed with taking this back from people. I think that movie's going to have a heavy political ideology behind it. Um, and, and I'm sure the metaphors are going to be ridiculous. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm curious because I know it's going to be a train wreck. Look, I like aspects of, of the sequels. I don't really love the sequels, but I like aspects of them. Um, I'm a huge fan of the, the, the rain fight from, um, yeah. from Revolutions. Look, you know, here's the thing that's funny about Matrix, though, like the trilogy. You know, when you look at it, when you look at Red Pill versus Blue Pill and everything, yes, you know, sorry, not sorry, your bad guys are the liberals because the liberals follow the the, the mindset of the bad guys in the Matrix, right down to Agent Smith doing the, you know, the, the hand through the chest and turning you into another Agent Smith. That's, you know, that's become a meme, in, 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 you know, to the right also with the NPC thing. It's the mm-hmm. same sort of mentality, you know. You know, me, me too. Because it's like, you know, the left is such a hive mind that that's literally how they work. 
Yeah. You know? And, and, and a lot of people... it's weird how they became part of that hive. Yeah. It's like the hive that you were speaking out against in your movie, you, You're now you a part became. Of. It's like, it's kind of a weird how that all worked out. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that, that's the whole problem that, that I have. I, you know, when, when I talk about, when we talk about politics on this show, it's not like we're trying to go out of our way you know, I, well, when you're John, you wake up in the morning, you try to piss people off on, on Facebook. I, go, I do but, go out of my way to alienate people. That's, <laughs> that's 100% true. But the way I see it is that, you know, it, it's also uh, on the same token, it's like shit was better before we had to draw this battle line because people have taken it too far. And the people who are taking it too far are those people like in that video we saw chasing somebody for not wearing a mask. Um, you know, who are going to with the vote blue, no matter who mentality well, now you got fucking Joe Biden, so fuck you. You don't even get one of, like, 24 other candidates that, that could at least have been a little bit more respectable than Biden. We you didn't know, we like, even mention the fact that uh, they're talking about Klobuchar as possibly his possible running mate. Why would you have picked troll. her of all the people? Ugh. Like, Gabbard, Ugh. Gabbard would be have been a better choice, but... Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, at this point, for me, anything is better than Stacey Abrams. It's gonna be, it's gonna, I have a feeling it's going to be fucking Kamala Harris, though. I really believe that. Yeah. Because yeah, he was talking, that... on that in that same interview that we were talking about earlier, he had mentioned um, that they are looking at black female candidates. And yeah, well, she's really the only one that I could see being a choice. Yeah, it's not going to be yeah. Abrams. It's not going to yeah. be the Grimace. No. Um, it's going to be Kamala um, because of the fact that, you know, it, it's going to be his way. But here's the thing. Now that he said this... When he picks Kamala Harris, it's immediately going into the pandering toolbox. It's like you are pandering. You are pandering, you know, not to mention that, you know, nobody's going to forget that this woman eviscerated him at the debates. Because remember, she was the one who brought up how racist Biden really is. Oh, man. She was the one who hit him. I'm going to see if I can find that video. Go ahead. What? the? The, uh, Yeah, uh, where she calls him racist. Yeah. But, um, you know. Speaking of race, you know, I mean, again, you know, I mean, the Wachowskis, transsexuals, you know, I mean, I hope no one mistakes me for a transsexual. I feel like I have tits because I haven't been able to work out. Um, you know, maybe I should go jogging, uh, you know, but you can't you can't go jogging anymore because that's racist, too. No. Did you hear about that one? Yeah. Jogging because of the, the Ahmaud Arbery case. Uh, some people on certain websites like 4chan and stuff and Reddit have referred to him as the jogger. Which the Anti-Defamation League feels they're using jogger as a replacement for the other word that ends in G-G-E-R. So, well, that's like, now it, jogger yeah. is a racist frame. I mean, that, that, that happens, though. Every, there, there's so many words like that people use to, to disguise. That's why it never made sense, like, banning the word itself. Because people just find another word. Like, yeah, exactly. You just like, find the situation with, with simp being banned from Twitch. Yeah. That we were talking about, which is just completely retarded. Um, hey, you can't say retarded. Oh, yeah. Well, no, fuck that. Retarded, 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 retarded. You know, but it's funny because one of my Twitter accounts got, like, uh, banned for saying retard. Um, you know what I wish I could? Uh, I, I was just watching the new Louis C.K. special he put up, uh, like, a month ago. Um, and he does a whole bit about how stupid it is that we can't say retarded anymore. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's a, I it's, wish I wish I could play it, but it's it, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous that we've gotten to the level of politically correctness that that, that we've gone to because I, I don't think that 
you know, if you're offended by a word, then, then, you know, fuck off, you know, don't watch what's offending you, you know, instead of getting mad. You know, I've been, you know, spending a lot of time lately rewatching The Sopranos and just enjoying, you know, I watch these shows like, like, you know, stuff before Woke Hit, like whether it's The Sopranos, Lost, you know, any of these shows like before Woke Hit, like a little bit in that area right before it, it really started getting bad. Yeah, I guess. And it's just so fun to watch the shows and see how little of a fuck they gave about who they offended. Like, I just literally, you know, I'm on, I think, season three of The Sopranos, where his uh, his daughter is dating, like, a, a black liberal guy, half-black liberal guy from California, and he calls him a butterhead. Like, you couldn't get away, you couldn't get away with that now on TV. Like, there would be outrage. And you know how many women get, like, slapped and beat up on The Sopranos? Oh, yeah, like crazy. Like, Women are like treated like inter- shit on that show on a daily basis. Oh, oh wait, here, here's uh, here's the clip. Hang on, I'm gonna play it. Oh shit! Can you play this without HBO pinching us though? Oh, uh, if we talk over it, I think I think we'll be all right. Yeah, but I, I really Gandolfini. Um, you know, I, I kind of I met I miss him. You know, I'm worried that that. Uh, you, you ever just again this was before HBO just had everything overly annoyingly woke yeah like that was a really a really bad thing to do in my opinion it's so, just it's just so great yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I mean he like shits on him for, for like being a, a, a Jew and, and yeah. part black and California and just everything like this is this guy is, he exemplifies like the modern soy boy and this is like a long this is like back when you could laugh at them and make fun of them and it yeah. was okay to mock right like yeah like now you mock anybody along those lines and, and you're you're in trouble you know so I mean that's the thing he's even got the fucking sandals like it's just it, it, everything about this is fucking perfect. So you, guys, uh, you know, I fucking sympathize with Tony Soprano. That's the that's the, yeah. that's the world we live in now, where it's like you know I sympathize with the fucking mafia guy. You know, <laughs> I can see, but like this is practice for you because there's a fifty percent chance that you might have a daughter, and you might have to deal with this. You know, growing up, in, you know, raising her in a liberal part of the world like New York City. You know. But <laughs> uh, sending sending a kid to a school is like one of the scariest things I can I can think of right now. Yeah, because they're gonna come back like gender neutral or indoctrinated. Or that, yeah, yeah, thinking that they they sexually identify as a potato or something. Or deer. Um, you know, and that's the thing. Do you, you know how like angry like like these uh, Washington Post and these Huffington Post, Vice and and BuzzFeed, how mad they are right now that that kids have to stay home with their parents and are not being indoctrinated. Dude, I like, could tell just... you, I could tell you great stories. So my wife, you know, has been doing the online teaching, and yeah. um, the stories she has had in the last couple weeks, just like mm-hmm. of the parents, how terrible the parents are. Parents doing their kids' work for them. Um, parents walking around the background yelling and cursing while the kid's sitting on the laptop with the webcam up. Parents walking around their underwear. Like, just the most bizarre shit. Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. You know, that is like a... Uh... You know, but but that that's again that is part of the, the 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 whole culture thing. It's it's a situation where like you know that older generation is less tolerant of, of interracial relationships yeah. and whatnot. And you know, I, I just feel like like that's really how it is. Like we try to push now in in 
on TV that like everybody is cool with everything. Like if the Sopranos came out today, you know, Tony Soprano would be like fine with like all this, like, you know, and he'd be gay. They'd make him secretly fucking gay. You know, and they'd be they'd be okay with that. Like Yeah. That's that's the Hollywood we live in. He would have like, he would have had it in for uh who, let's see. Who would if, if Tony had been gay would he have had a thing for like Paulie? Who I'm like trying to think who they would have made it, who who they would have made him gay for? Probably, actually, I can see that being a thing. Oh shit! There's probably some motherfucker that's written a fanfic like that, because you know people write fucking fanfics about everything these days. But um, yeah. Speaking of HBO, though, they 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 did a very surprising move this week as well, releasing the Snyder cut. Yes, that That, came out of fucking nowhere. I honestly was like, this is never going to be a thing like at this point. Okay, so I had I had been saying for a while, I believed that if it happened, it was going to be on HBO Max. What Mm -hmm. I didn't think was going to happen was that they were going to actually finish it. Yeah, and that's that's the the whole thing. It's like there is an unfinished version. And what Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to do is eventually they would release a version that was like with maybe like animated versions of like the scenes that were unfinished like animatics or because so, those or just kind a bunch of, of deleted a uh, bunch of deleted scenes and then like storyboards like on a, on a dvd or something yeah so yeah exactly because there are dvds um where they have special features that insert movie scenes that were unfinished and stuff into the movie like you'll you'll see it where it's like all right well now it's just it cuts to an actor doing his lines against a green screen but this is what you should be seeing and stuff like that and mm-hmm. that's what I thought was going to get released. Mm-hmm. And the fact that HBO is giving Zack Snyder between 20 and $30 million to finish the special effects and possibly to even shoot scenes that weren't shot with mm-hmm. some of the cast is mm-hmm. crazy. Like, I'm wondering if they're going to actually, like, if Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck has said he, he's done with Batman, I'm not going to play Batman anymore. Mm-hmm. But if they need him to shoot a scene, is Ben Affleck going to come back? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting, and I think you know. I and mean, we're not going to see this until twenty twenty one. So they got like. But a you you said it. But you've said it before. You know, you're a big Zack Snyder guy. You followed a lot of Zack Snyder I, films. I, it's, I, I'm weird because I hate. I absolutely fucking hate Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, I hated Justice League, but I love. Uh, I love Dawn of the Dead, and I even mm-hmm. really like Sucker Punch, which nobody ever yeah. talks about. Yeah. But Sucker Punch has a great soundtrack. It's but that's just me. Here, here's the thing. It's like I wonder how much of it is going. You know, I mean, is it gonna feel like the way that they're saying with these changes? Gonna it sounds like almost like it's a different movie. Yeah, I I actually had a list of uh, stuff that was different. It's uh, significant. It's not like it's not like one or two scenes. Is going to appear in the Snyder cut. Dark yeah. Side appears in the Snyder Cut instead of like let's face it you know that was one of the biggest problems with Justice League as a film who the fuck gives a fuck about Steppenwolf like this is your main villain so Steppenwolf Steppenwolf is first of all he had a different look originally in in the Snyder Cut they changed his look when they when they uh, Whedon took over yeah um so I don't know if they're gonna revert back to that version of of Steppenwolf mm-hmm. uh, that being said he ha- he's his story arc is very different. Um, in the Snyder movie, he has more of an, uh, motivation. th- motivations and, and there's different stuff with the mother boxes. Lex Luthor has a, yeah, has Deathstroke. a much different role. Deathstroke appears. Yeah. I, I think it's Deathstroke still the same, um, after credit scene I, though. I, I don't think it's, yeah. he really had anything else to do with the story. 
Uh, but Lex Luthor, they're not Jesse Eisenberg has the a very mustache on um, on Cavill. Henry Cavill keeps the mustache. I wonder. Only. I wonder if they'll go back and reshoot that, or mm-hmm. or um, you know, if if not reshoot it, like fix the CGI. Well, here's the thing. I wonder if this is what we, you know, I think this goes hand in hand with what we heard last week or the week before, where Henry Cavill said, "I'm not done playing Superman." Yeah. Because if there's gonna be additional scenes or additional uh, footage that they need, that means Cavill is game to, to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, I I so. think I think I wonder. Is, what I think this is gonna no matter what this is gonna be the end of the Snyderverse before DC reboots again. Yeah, because I think I, the I Flash. Think I think the Flash with with basically like well, I the think Flash, the Flash, is the Flash situation is fucked because of what done, happened. Ezra Miller like choked the bitch. I think he's done as far as that. I think they'll they'll get rid of him. Wonder Woman. I think the next movie is not going to do that well, no matter what happens with coronavirus. Aquaman is Aquaman, in a weird sort Aquaman. Of spot. They seem to they I, they seem to want to do a sequel. I'm but they I, don't want Heard. They they're not sure what they're going to do Herd with the Heard situation. No matter, Herd is gone no matter what. But I don't know how they do a sequel. To, to these movies if this but, universe is But here's is the thing, dead. we also gotta talk about this. Now, now the problem is DC, I, I, I don't think they can reboot and make the reboot successful because I, I feel that the Batman that's coming up is just a recipe for absolute disaster. Yeah. Robert Pattinson, um, you know, I, I think that he's already destroyed any faith in the film. People didn't have faith going into it because they don't like Robert Pattinson. Oh, because of the thing he said about not wanting to work but now, out. Yeah, yeah. Now his new thing is that he doesn't want to work out and set a precedent. And it's like, what the fuck? You're playing Batman. Work out. Hit the fucking gym, you fucking pansy. Like, it's not even fuck? a precedent because even fucking Michael Keaton was in good shape when he did Batman. Michael fucking Keaton. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and so the thing is, you know, Pattinson saying I'm not going to go work out or I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, to try to make my Batman, you know, match the aesthetic of the character. Well, then why don't you go fuck off and play in like Kibble Smith's uh, new Warriors adaptation when that comes out one day in like 20 years? You know, I mean, if that's the case, then what are you fucking doing playing Batman? Yeah. If you can't be the best Batman you can be, then maybe you shouldn't pay, you shouldn't be the fucking Batman. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, I mean, look at the, the picture you have up there. You know, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. He was is... a fucking Hulk in that in, in, in yeah. the Snyder movies with that fucking suit. Yes, the suit was padded, but he was still pretty fucking jacked. Yeah. You know, I'm, but the thing is, you have to, you know, there is an expectation of you. If you're in a part, there's an expectation of you to play that part correctly. And and by Pattinson saying I'm not gonna exercise, I think that's automatically saying fuck you. I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm gonna phone it in. I'm gonna. I don't care about putting the effort into this. You know. And, and so I think that that's gonna be. That's a bad taste in everybody's mouth, in terms of um, you know, in terms of this, and. Uh, you know, the other problem is, you know, again, WB, though, they're, they're in a weird spot with, uh, you know, with, with, uh, with their DC product right now. Because on top of this, now on the other flip side, oh, yeah. the TV universe also had a lot of, a lot of hits this week. Ruby, Ruby Rose quit Batwoman after the series, um, you know, let's face it, they said all the reports are saying, oh, Batwoman did really well in the ratings, blah, 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 blah. It did. They're saying that it was like I think the third best or something. Yeah, third best uh, show on CW is what. On CW, 
Yeah, but also CW's ratings for everything else was just really fucking low this yeah. season. Well, they're saying it's so, like it does better than like Legends of Tomorrow and and stuff like that. But you know, but but Legends of Tomorrow I think's only got one more season anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, Legends of Tomorrow is in what season four right now. Batwoman is in its first season. Usually, um, it's downhill after the first season. Correct. So so this is not you know. I, Ruby Rose apparently had injured herself on set. That was the, another thing, like gotten severely injured. There's a there's a bunch of shit that happened with her. There she, was the, she hurt her back. The Instagram and and Twitter trolling. Yeah, you know, it's, I think I think they, like, they're they're trying to save face, but I I really think that she became a a bitch to work with, and it was kind of a, a mutual decision for her to go. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. I think, think when she any... I think when she said that she was leaving, they didn't really try to stop her. But I don't think any actress is going to save that show. That show is, yeah. is, if you've ever watched an episode of it, it's horribly done. It's horribly put together. You know, it's all about identity politics, which Supergirl is also, a, you know, heavily leans into the identity politics. The difference is Supergirl has enough saving graces that it's a salvageable show. Like, yes, you know, do I cringe when they put the tranny on, on Supergirl? Yes. Do I cringe about, you know, some of the feminist shit? Yes, but then you have John Cryer's Lex Luthor is like the best thing about that fucking show. Yeah, Martian Manhunter is is, is great on the show. Well, I and heard have... I heard there's uh, there's a there's a scene where Martian Manhunter ran out yelling Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, is that, that a thing? That, that really a... did that happen? Really? Yeah, yeah, that oh, that was not good. I mean, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, uh, you know, for the most part, Supergirl has its little gems that that redeem it enough to be a watchable show, despite some of the more feminist things that they add into the show. And that's what I'm saying with a TV show. You can have feminist shit in your show as long as you sort of have some good to balance it out. Batwoman has no positives to balance it out whatsoever. Yeah, That's a problem. And, you know, I, I think in that regard, nobody is is going to watch it. You know, and, and you know, again, I think Supergirl is, is, is going to go down the, the tubes uh, once Luthor leaves Supergirl because they're going to take Luthor off of Supergirl at some point to put him on the upcoming oh the Superman, Superman show, show. Lois and Superman or whatever they're, they're, they're not calling it. they're not going to keep Superman's arch nemesis on Supergirl yeah he's going he's reason, going to the A show he'll be moved up yeah the only reason he's over there is to establish Luthor enough that he's already an established character in this this Arrowverse once he's over you know on the Superman show and Cryer does really really fucking well he does a, the best Luthor I've ever seen in my opinion as far as a live action Luthor. Yeah. Um, you know, he has the Lex Luthor cyber suits. I mean, there, there was a uh, fun, fun picture of that. There was a, a scene where like he like destroys a bunch of innocent people while like in the Lexo suit. He's listening to like Frank Sinatra's My Way while he's murdering everybody. And he's just, you know, he's having like this good time with it. And that's the that's the Lex Luthor we always needed. And he's always like two steps ahead of everybody on the show. Instead of like an incompetent fucking court jester like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a big deal. That's something that 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 we need as far as um, you know that character. So that has, you know, if they had introduced Lex Luthor into the show, I don't think that Supergirl would have anything to offer as as a TV show right now. Yeah, um, you know, so you know, but but again, now we've got Swordboy Batman in Robert Pattinson. Ruby Rose quitting Batwoman, and instead of getting a good actress, they just want to get an actress that fits all the check marks. So that's another problem. You know, it's going to be an LGBTQ. Whatever. You know, I know that the character is gay, 
But if you can get a straight person play a gay character and, and they, they play that character better, that's all that matters. We had Sonya fucking Deville um, from WWE like petitioning to become Batwoman. I'm just like, why? What do you, I? Yeah, just, but I mean, wouldn't that 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 interfere with her wrestling scheduling? That's, like, that's exactly what I'm. That you, she would have to leave wrestling to do that because that show takes like nine months to film a season. So she yeah. she would have to be done with wrestling to to go do that. Um, yeah. I I think really though, like if they re so recasting is not going to be a big deal because with the multiverse, also she looks she looks less Batgirl and more like somebody who should play Montoya. Mm. Let's let's put it like that. That's, well, there's that. I mean, but yeah. um, yeah. So with the way CW shows work, you know they they're so reliant on the multiverse bullshit that you can kind of first of all they just did Hush. They brought Hush on the fucking show. Which is all yeah. about like making people's appearance look different, and yeah, yeah, you could use that as a plot device. Like maybe someone fucking kidnaps her and, and she cha- changes her face or whatever. Like you yeah. could use that. Uh, the other obvious thing, like I was gonna say, is is the multiverse. Oh, there's the suit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you just have like where you pick up in another universe, and well, where where th- she just happens to be a different person. Yeah. You know, there's, well, see, there's here's the stuff like that. Here's the other thing about um you know, uh, about CW and, and everything is they're in a really bad spot because also Supergirl Flash, Supergirl and Flash left on cliffhangers, really bad cliffhangers mm-hmm. because they didn't get to finish their seasons because of COVID. So you didn't even get a season finale this year and oh, they're not really? going to get new episodes until next year. Wow. Yeah. Like, like it literally ended like to be continued at like the, the height of the story arc where, you know, your next two, you know, one or two episodes would be the end of the, the arc for the season yeah you didn't even get that so that that's gonna hurt them legends i think because legends uh, has less episodes will actually finish out the season i think they did finish out legends um because you know uh supergirl flash and they all have 20 something episodes and legends has like 13 14 um but i think that's gonna really hurt them in in terms of i think the interest is, is waning really bad on the arrowverse and i'm still calling it the arrowverse and there's no green arrow so that you know, I mean that just goes to show you the situation they're in. Um, well, aren't they aren't they bringing Green Arrow as his daughter or whatever? Wasn't that going to be a thing? Yeah, but that that that's going to be a, a standalone. It's not going to be part of that universe because it takes place in the future. Oh, okay. So you know, and, and it didn't look terrible, but you know, I think again, it's going to be one of those shows that suffers the wrath of. It's a little too much feminism because it's it's going to be Green Arrow and the Canaries, so it's going to be like. Uh, the two black canary characters with her, you know, on that show. So again, here's a, an overly feminist show. Gotcha. Now the pilot that they showed wasn't terribly bad. I'll say that, but again, it, it's to the point where people are sick of that narrative at this point. People are so sick of the narrative. It doesn't matter how good a show you put together. People aren't even going to tune in because they're tired of that. They see the, the, the graphic and that's it. Oh, here's more feminism for me. You know, I don't want this shit. And I think that that's going to – I think that, that, that Hollywood uh, is going to learn a valuable lesson in how sick of this shit everybody is. Because I, I think in post-COVID, uh, you know, people are not going to run out to see crap, just not just because they're bored. It's like, okay, I've been shut in. If I want to go see something, it better be something that captures my interest, not a bunch of crap. And I think where they're really going to learn this lesson the hard way is the other news story we got this week. Michael B. Jordan is rumored to be in the running to play Scarface in a potential Scarface remake. 
You know, I, I don't know why you have to diversify a story about a Cuban. Like, just get a Hispanic guy. Seems yeah, why, why can't we get a Hispanic person playing Scarface? Because, I mean, yes, I could sort of suspend disbelief for Pacino, but now you're going Michael B. Jordan, which, yes, I get there are dark enough skinned Cubans. There are Cubans that look more black than Hispanic in, in the scheme of things, but this is a little much. And I think when people see Michael B. Jordan's name next to something that's a remake, yeah. they automatically turn against Michael B. Jordan. And that's because of the fact that he's automatically associated with like the horrible Human Torch and that Fantastic Four remake. And here's the thing. I don't dislike Michael B. Jordan as an actor. I think, you know, as Killmonger, he nailed it in Black Panther. He was one of the highlights of that film. Creed. Yeah. Creed, Creed yeah. He's, he's amazing as Adonis Creed. I think that... You know, I, I think that he was the right person to play that role. You know, isn't, I, isn't it almost a little on the nose to have a black guy playing a drug dealer or a drug lord? Yeah, it's a little much. That, that kind of reminds me of uh, if you remember where, where Bernie Sanders in the debate like talk about how he would legalize uh, marijuana so that black business owners could sell marijuana. Do you remember that? Yeah. How much flack he got for that? Oh, so you mean only black people sell drugs? Oh, so I mean. You know, I, I don't think it's a good spot, and it's nothing against Michael B. Jordan. Um, you know, and, and do I think, I mean, it's just not sensible to me. I mean, I, I think that if you want people to run out to see a Scarface remake, which is a hard remake to make, it's going to be one of those remakes like Total Recall, where it's like, there doesn't yeah. need to be, the, this movie does not need to exist. Right. When they remade, you know, Total Recall with Colin Farrell, this movie does not need to exist. I don't think there's, a, you know, and the funny thing is, is believe it or not, Scarface, even even the album was, was, was a remake. Was yeah. a remake, but um, but it was a remake that was very different from the original. Yeah, exactly. And I think when you, you know, you bring another remake of Scarface, and you're gonna bring Michael B. Jordan in, you're gonna change shit. Or, I mean, I, I just don't find it necessary. I think it's a little too much, you know. Like Scarface as a story is about a guy coming to America and, and essentially getting the American dream through illegal means. That's kind of the story. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. yeah, it's just like, what Michael B. Jordan, was he going to come from Detroit to, it's just, it's not going to, it's not going to work. I have heard, you know, I have heard rumor, uh, speaking of Michael B. Jordan, though, I have heard rumor that, I don't know how they would do it, but that we haven't seen the last of Killmonger in the Marvel cinematic universe. Well, they have an easy, they have an easy way to do that by taking it to the, the plane, whatever the fuck the, the, you know, yeah. the ghost world that was in, um, black Panther. Yeah. I mean, I guess to an extent, you know, I, so I don't know if he's going to be in black Panther two or how that's going to work. I could see um, him being like as a guide, as a spiritual guide thing. Maybe. You know? But you know, like in Marvel news, I'm a little, I'm a little hurt because you can't get Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two high def anymore. We found that news out, which was disappointing because I was wanting to stream that. Obviously, we've been, you know, uh, testing some streaming stuff here on, on the channel as well. Especially now I got a capture card, so I could, you know, stream other shit. Yeah. And I saw you did some GTA Five streams, which uh, were pretty good. Um, you know, you know. So I've been trying to experiment with that, you know, because I don't want to be limited to World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, uh, while while I enjoy the game, it's very hard to get people interested in streaming it because it's very boring to watch, in my opinion. <laughs> But some people do, apparently. I don't know why. Um, mm. But, you know, the thing is, I was thinking, oh, you know what? I, it would be cool to stream Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. And now oh, they, yeah. they removed it because of the, the rights expiring from Xbox and, 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 and Sony stores. Um, 
You know, and I think part of that is they don't want to allow the game to continue to exist where Carol Danvers doesn't wear pants. They don't want the game where she has huge tits and long hair to be a thing. Um, which, by the way, I will say that, that you know, the original Miss Marvel, I loved. Captain Marvel, I fucking hate. But the original Danvers was was, amazing, was one, you know, in my fave five as far as uh, attractive female characters in comics goes. Yeah. Um, God, they've ruined that fucking character. But yeah, you know, so I've been I've been streaming on the on the Switch, which I was lucky to get, you know, which is there's a Switch shortage, which is amazingly weird that that's manufactured. I think you found that there's there's a site going around like buying every Nintendo Switch in existence. Yeah, there's a there's a group of flippers that I follow on Instagram, and um, every time there's a big batch of Nintendo, they actually uh, I got alerts the other night up from Amazon. And, mm-hmm. like, within seconds, they were all sold. Hundreds of them sold in seconds because they all got their bots. You can't find Animal Crossing either, like a physical really? copy. I got, I got Animal Crossing, and there were, like, six copies of it at, at the store at the Walmart. I picked up one, and then I came back, like, a couple days later. They were all gone, and I've been to, like, six Walmarts since then. No copies of Animal Crossing. I've heard all con- – like, Switch seems to be the worst um, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, the scalping. But I've heard all the consoles are really hard to find right now in stores. Like, you can't well, really find PlayStations or Xboxes. A lot of people are at home gaming, but see, the thing is, just obviously... Weird that I, I would have thought that most people already owned one, so it's, like, weird to see so many people rushing out to buy them now. Well, here's the thing. With Nintendo, for me, Nintendo at least, Nintendo is not a system I really buy right away. It's always a system that I wait until they have that one game that I absolutely i am going to get a Nintendo Switch for. Mm-hmm. Which is usually Animal Crossing because, you know, it's just it's fun to fuck with that shit and put offensive stuff in there for me, which we showed a couple weeks ago on, on the show. But, you know, then when I get a Switch, I usually go back and I pick up, like, uh, Mario Kart, Smash, you know, like, the, the essential, you know, games that, that, that everybody gets on Switch. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think for the Wii, the game that, that finally sold the Wii to me for, you know, I didn't get a Wii when it first came out. But then when they finally announced, hey, we're remaking Punch-Out!, and, you know, it's going to be, like, where you actually could, you know, punch the game. I was like, oh, shit, I'm buying that. You know, like, Punch-Out! is one of my all-time favorite NES games. Um, you know, so Nintendo's weird in that regard. There's always a game that finally, like, makes me say, fuck it, I'm going to buy the system. Uh, for uh, for GameCube, it was Metroid Prime, um, for example. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you know, there's always, like, that one game. And that's where Nintendo's staying power is is that Nintendo can sell you an entire system on one fucking game, as opposed to Sony and, and, and Microsoft. Um, you know, I can't think of too many third part, uh, first-party titles on, on Xbox I really give a shit about. Yeah. And that's kind of why I went with PlayStation. And then the reason that I really went back to console was because their, their uh, PC port of Mortal Kombat 10 was fucking awful, and they, 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 just, they said they weren't going to release DLC for it, and then they eventually did, like, way after the fact. Um, you know, so when, when they said Injustice 2 was coming out, I'm like, well, I learned my lesson with Mortal Kombat 10. I'm not going to get Injustice 2 on uh, on PC. Let me go ahead and get a console for it. You know, because they did so horribly in Mortal Kombat 10. You know, NetherRealm did, did so badly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it feels like it's not just a Switch shortage. There's like literally an everything shortage at this point. Now, here, here's a fun note, though. I, I did have at least one positive in it. Um, you know, I've been streaming this on, on the channel for anybody that's been seeing. I have actually been streaming Pokemon Sword, which the guy gave me for free with the Switch when I bought it from him. And, um, you know, and it's fun for me because it's like, other than Pokemon Go, I've never been into Pokemon. 
so a lot of the time when I do the streams, it's me criticizing how stupid some of the new Pokemon look because I'm familiar enough with the original 150 to say that the new ones look absolutely fucking retarded. Like they've run out of ideas, you know, like there's literally just, oh, hey, here's literally like uh, 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 an ice cream with a face. Like that's literally where they're at right now with Pokemon. Um, but, you know, here, here was the fun thing. So the guy gave me the game, but it was digital, right? So his account had to stay on the Switch, right? And he thought that it would remain, you know, he said, if I change a password and it stops working, let me know, etc. right? Yeah. So he did change a password and it stopped working. And I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not even going to bother him, you know. Um, you know, I'm going to go get my own copy of it because I don't want to keep his, his shit on my on my yeah, you don't want, anyway. you don't want to do that. You don't want to have someone else's account on your on your thing. Yeah, even though you know, so so what I did is you know I went out and I went to Walmart, and you know so I said fuck it, I'll get a physical copy of, of Pokemon Sword, right? Yeah. So the cashier, yeah, look at that. That's fucking. It looks like Mr. Frosty's jizz. Fucking Mr. Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy's jizz became a fucking Pokemon. Um, so I went and the cashier mistakenly. Uh, didn't ring out the game. Like, I bought that, and I had, I had to buy a search protector, and she ring out the search protector and just threw the game in the bag, and I didn't say nothing. Oh, fuck. Like, she thought she had scanned it and didn't, so I'm like, you know... The, yeah. Yeah, so the receipt was like... Uh, my receipt came out to 11.85, and I'm just like, oh, thank you, have a great day. I, like, made a beeline for the door before she realized... <laughs> oh, did you have the... St- you didn't have the stupid... Ca- <laughs> the, the checker guy that checks the receipts when you walk out? Yeah, well, they do have that, but if the thing is in a bag, they won't bother you. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Okay. So, you know, I try and, and plus I, I, I wanted to make sure just in case, like I walked past them when they were busy so that they, they wouldn't bother yeah. me, you know, because I, yeah. I didn't want to deal with that. So, so basically what happened is I still ended up getting the game for free. Oh, nice. Which is awesome. That's, you know, that's a so, good deal. You know, Hey, for the price of free, I'll take it. Now I have a physical copy over, over a digital copy. Um, but yeah, I actually did, uh, key, I did log in, you know, cause Nintendo switch is on a shortage. Um, I'm getting my girlfriend one, which obviously she's not going to go back and watch this, so she doesn't know that. Um, you know, like and even if she did watch it, at the mention of Supergirl, that pisses her off. She would like, no. Yeah, I'm out. Like, like fuck it, that's that's where I'm out. You know, she's just she hates the like I don't know she she hates the period of time that her and I didn't talk, and I like uh, I littered my her and I had a falling out, and I littered my profile with like Supergirl graphics just to piss her off because she hates Melissa Benost. And, um, you know, she hasn't, I don't think she'll ever forgive me for that. You know, it's kind of like how, like, in, in the Spider-Man comics, Mary Jane doesn't like when Spider-Man wears the Venom suit. Because yeah. it, it traumatizes her. That That's her Venom suit. Supergirl is her Venom suit. And and then and then there, there's Double Jeopardy, where I have the, the Instagram picture of Alexa Bliss dressed as Supergirl. Oh, my God. Which really doesn't go very well. But that's besides the point. Um, you know... Uh, I'm getting her uh, a Nintendo Switch, you know, like a Switch Lite, because she doesn't really need the whole, you know, full-fledged system. And the Switch Lite is easier to find. But I went ahead and logged my account in so that if I download anything digitally, she can also play it. Okay. Because that is one of the things that, that you know, it, as long as I don't change my password, she Right, can you can just do, yeah. So, I mean, that that's the thing. Right. It's not a bad deal. You know... Yeah, and I picked her up Animal Crossing. I picked her up. I picked that up for her digitally and made her like a new account because I can't find a physical copy. But then at least with her, my justification is that she's bad at misplacing things. Like you know, like like you don't, again, want, you don't she, want her to lose the physical game and then she can't. Touch. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah, well, well you know, she's lost like her uh, AirPod like buds like two yeah. or three times. 
because she's she's an iPhone user and you know those motherfuckers get lost all the time. So it's like, well, the game is even smaller than the fucking you know the, the, yeah. the airplane. Yeah, those things are tiny. Yeah, and um, you know, so so yeah, I think the only thing that's left in stores that's not on the show, shortage are those creepy fucking My Little Ponies you showed me, which which just disturbs me in the fact that. My the Little Ghostbuster, Pony. My Little they're, Pony, they're, yeah. Transformers, Optimus My Prime. Little Pony, yeah. Optimus Pony is just too much. Can um, I find that? Let me let me find, show that to people. Dungeons and Dragons, My Little Pony, My Little Pony, Power Rangers, like, bronies fucking ruin everything. All right, like, can we purge the bronies? Can we can we like isolate them? Can we force them to self quarantine after coronavirus is over? Because we don't need them continuing to get up. Yeah. You know, they ruin everything except She-Ra Princess of Power, which ruined itself because feminists are writing new episodes like claiming we'll have fat women, gay women, women of color, gay fat women, and of course, gay, gay fat, fat women. Gay fat women. Always gay fat women. Yeah. So, you yeah. know what? If I had a daughter, I'd show her the reruns of She-Ra, but I wouldn't let her anywhere near the new... Oh, yeah. look at that. Oh, my God. Optimus Prime is a pony. My that... little prime. That sounds horrible. I know what right now some some you know somebody who's got a, a fucking mental problem is shoving that thing up their ass. That entire thing is up some brony's asshole right now. You just know that it is. Man, I I, I don't know, man. It's uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I really yeah. I really don't know how to takes feel all about. the wind out of the sails. Uh... It, it, it it hurts my soul, but you know what 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 brightens my soul a little bit. Owen Hart falling it's... from the ceiling because that's the anniversary today oh, 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 oh. or yesterday. Oh, uh, there! I did not know. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Um, no, this one was fun because we we've talked about OnlyFans and simping being an epidemic, and simping is a horrible epidemic. And OnlyFans, I think, uh, promotes and exacerbates that epidemic uh, through the women that are getting naked in OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, OnlyFans has started to purge pornographic users. Have yes. They initially wanted the site to be about like premium fitness content, and they are upset that the site has become synonymous with girls slutting it up on the service. So they are in the process of purging sluts from OnlyFans. Yeah. Well, so it's not so it's not pornographic. It's hardcore pornography. Uh, specifically, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, mm-hmm. against the terms of service. You can have, like, nude photos and whatever, but, like, I think if you're actually posting anything that's, like... Penetration. Penetration, I think that's mm-hmm. where, it, where it violates their terms of service. So, mm. I don't, and then, you know, this goes on, on that, along with that story that we heard uh, last week about the guy who was going to OnlyFans accounts and then sending the stuff to their oh, fathers. Oh, that dude is... is- the based OnlyFans guy yeah. is amazing. He's been there's this guy who's been running around and he's been you know signing up for girls OnlyFans, saving all of the material on his device and then sending it to their parents. And some woman Brilliant. was like really mad and she's like, "You can't do this. This is you can't do this to me." He's like, "Yes, I can. I paid for it and it's my con- you know I paid for the content and now I own a copy of the content legally because you know I signed up for your OnlyFans. So because I subscribe to your OnlyFans, I, I legally have the right." to this content and I'm sending it to your parents. And I think this is the thing. I, I feel like if you're on one of these pornographic sites, you should expect that somebody that you know is going to see you, whether it's a family member, a friend, you know, um, I, I think that it's, it's something, coworker. You know, 
Yeah, and this is on the internet forever. What's on the internet is forever. So there's no, you know, there's no delete button. There's no delete button for this. And, you know, it's out there. You know, there are consequences to your actions. So if you want to be a slut, go right ahead. There are consequences to being said internet slut. That's just how it goes, you know? So do you think WWE with their empty arenas versus, uh, you know, All Elite Wrestling, which, which has a crowd now, but do you think that we should maybe take a page from the South Korean soccer team? Fuck. Did you hear about this situation? Now, the, yeah. the soccer team in Seoul, Korea, uh, decided to fill their audience with dummies to make it more lifelike, but the dummies turn out to actually be sex dolls. And I'm thinking this is something that every sport should just do at this point from now on. I think that there, there's a precedent to be set to just, just fill the audience with sex dolls and pipe in some cheers and booze. Yeah. There it's not go. the worst. It's, it's not the worst idea I've heard. So, I just wonder well, if they're like the the the, you know the automated kind. So you give them a little bit of movement. So you turn them on. And just shake. No. You think they're gonna be present for Mike Tyson's boxing comeback? Fuck. Holy shit! That's... I can't believe that's gonna happen. You know what? I, I think he watched Rocky Six and took it too seriously. He was on. He was on AEW tonight. He um. He did like a, did he a fall thing. asleep or something during, no, during he, a match? I didn't see him fall asleep, but they, they kept showing him uh, during a match. He seemed to be enjoying himself. He was but yawning at he's, some point. He's in, he's in great fucking shape, though. They, he took his shirt off uh, at one point, and, and he's just, like, getting ready to punch somebody. And, 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 like, he's in great shape for his age. Like, he has a gray beard, but it's fucking still Mike Tyson. Still but here's fuck the, you up. Here's the thing that's always sort of bothered me about, like, the social justice crowd is... They never go after Mike Tyson. Are they afraid of somebody that can actually punch him in the face and beat the shit out of him? Because I don't hear them ever going after Mike Tyson um, for the rape. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there was a while ago, but I think they, they realized no one gave a shit and they gave up. I think they realized that he could fucking kill them. Like, he is capable... This is a man who is capable of murder. Like, Mike Tyson, you know, there's a reason that... Is that why they stay away from O.J. Simpson's uh, Twitter account? Probably. I mean, honestly. But, you know, Mike Tyson at one time was considered the baddest man on the planet because that motherfucker, I mean, yeah, you know, that motherfucker could fucking kill you, you know? Um, I, I really I really feel like that's why they leave him alone. You know, they're afraid he might actually do it. He's crazy and enough. he to. should. He I absolutely wish he should. But, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm tired of, uh, uh, of the left and I'm tired of their stupidity and their hypocrisy. I'm tired of them saying that people are experts on things that they aren't. Like, example, this week, CNN decided that Greta Thunberg is a coronavirus expert. I didn't know that, that she had a medical degree. Yeah, I mean, look, the the stuff about her knowing all about climate change is a stretch. But, like, now they're bringing her for coronavirus shit. I'm just like, no. That's and not, in the same no. breath that they, they, they label her an expert, they've been shaming Rand Paul, who is an actual doctor, for saying we need to get back to work. And not just an actual doctor. He's an actual doctor who had coronavirus. He actually had COVID. And he's saying that we need to get things back to normal. We need to get the economy fucking running. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not going to listen to Rand Paul. We're going to listen to Greta Thunberg. With her fucking dopey eyes and her fucking fetal alcohol syndrome head. Have you ever seen the diagram that looks like her? The fetal yes. alcohol syndrome yeah, diagram? It looks, it's, it's scary. Uh, yeah, I, we, yeah, we I gotta have, pull I have, that. I up. have it. I have it. I have it. Um, God, yeah, cause uh, that's such a great picture. Uh, I fuck. I should just have it saved as like a thing to go. Fetal alcohol. Yeah, it's just 
Greta fetal alcohol system with her fucking smooth filatrum. <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's, that, on, that picture... it's on the money when you see the picture. It's so so. And great. it's funny because it, it, it's not like relate that picture, uh, as far as I know, is not related to her in any fucking no, way. No, absolutely not. It, it, it like predated Greta's, uh, you know, uh, success and existence, and yet the resemblance is it looks exactly like her. Yeah, it's scary. Underdeveloped jaw, smooth philatrum, thin vermilion border, upturned nose, low nasal bridge. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, her parents. I, I'm surprised. Her mom surprised drank just, a lot. I'm surprised it was just alcohol. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm surprised it wasn't meth or cocaine or something. Look, the only, the only, the closest she's ever gotten to these diseases is probably the one or two times she played Doctor Mario on her fucking cell phone on her like 60 million year boat ride across the fucking country to fucking talk to us because she can't use a plane like a normal fucking person. I don't know, man. But you know what the weirdest. You know what the weirdest coronavirus story of the week was? There was a rumor that uh, the Quebec prison where uh, Luca Magnata is being held, who oh, is from, the, uh, subject the cats of thing. Don't yeah, don't cats, cats on Netflix. There's a rumor he might be released because of coronavirus concerns, because there, there's been a coronavirus outbreak in the prison he's being held at. He's currently 37 and serving a life sentence. And according to the letters obtained by the Toronto Sun, he's actually enjoying his time in jail. He says it's like a college campus. He's also an inmate's connect, by the way. So if anyone listening is a homosexual who wants to pen pal with Luke Magnata and, and date him, uh, it's a dating website. I thought for he was engaged to somebody. Wasn't that like a thing in the uh, documentary? Yeah, but maybe that's over now. I don't uh, know. I guess so. I but guess so. You know what? I actually hope he gets out because I'm pretty sure the Facebook group that the Honan Den will actually find him and end his life. God. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen if he gets out. Like, the documentary is ridiculous. I, I, I'm like, hoping that yeah. I'm hoping that he gets out and that happens so we get like a sequel to Don't Fuck with Cats. That that documentary was really good except for like I think the last episode was like in like mostly French. I yeah. like completely tuned out by that yeah. point. But um, you know, look personally, I find animal abuse worse than murder because with murder, I think to myself that human beings are cunts and that there's a chance somebody probably deserved to fucking die. I really can't say that about most animals. Maybe like Cujo in, in the Stephen King movies. Cujo rabbit animals and animals that just bite children. But Yeah. Gremlins. Gremlins, yes. <laughs> Fuck. Oh god. I don't know. Like I kinda wish the gremlins would kill everyone at this point. Um I don't know man. It's uh you know, they're still working on that, too. Gremlins 3, supposedly. It'll happen. It'll happen one day. So HBO, another... HBO Max will get it. Another video game that I'm hoping uh, to play that, that there was a, an announcement for this week. Maneater, where you play as a shark and eat humans. The unofficial sequel to uh, the Jaws game, on Jaws Unleashed. Yeah. Do you think feminists are going to go after it because it's called Maneater? Like, they're going to hate that. Thing. Not Human Eater? Yeah, not Human... People, uh, people like... Eater? Yeah. How dare you? How dare this you? This game is not inclusive eaten? enough. Yeah, well, they should be happy. Maneater implies that they're, only men are being eaten. Yeah. You'd think they'd be happy about that. I mean, it looks kind of fun, but uh, um, I don't know. I, I watched, so I was watching gameplay of it, and like, it genuinely looks like a a fun game. Like, I don't know how I feel about spending like forty bucks to play it. See, I'm skeptical about games that look good. Because, I mean, No Man's Sky looked really good. And look how awful of a game that turned out to be. There are a lot of games that look good in the, in the gameplay. Well, no, I heard, I've heard really good thing about No Man's Sky now. 
but like when it came out, it was it was shit. A disaster, and it was six a sixty dollar yeah. disaster. Yeah, but I've heard now so, it, they've really like upped the amount of shit you can do and and all the stuff in it. And I've heard now it's a really good game, but I'm not going back to it now. It's it, yeah. that's too long ago for me to even bother. I still want to point out there, and I hope that people are watching, listening, and paying attention to it when I say this. I think that one big reason to donate to us on Patreon or on the PayPal accounts um, is that The Last of Us 2 is going to be coming out, and John has the ability to stream, and I have the ability to stream, and I think that if you all donate enough money, either one or both of us will have to get a copy of that game, because Lord knows that John ain't spending his own money and I ain't spending my own money on Last of Us 2. Fuck Naughty Dog, fuck Neil Cuckman, guy's a piece of shit. But if you guys give us 60 bucks to go get the game, then I can justify one of us playing the fucking game and yeah. actually doing commentary on how awful it is. And we'll probably get banned because I'll probably say nasty things about Tranny Man. Yeah, I would do I would do a playthrough on that. Yeah. I would, like, I, know, would, still... I would like to, to experience the, the pain of that game and see how terrible it actually is. I, still play, I mean, it's the same thing as, as when you uh, went and watched Ghostbusters. Didn't they say there's a really long extended cut of Ghostbusters? Yeah, like a three-hour cut exists somewhere. Paul Feig was teasing it on Twitter. When you die and go to hell, that's the first (laughs) thing they show. (laughs) When I go to hell and and Chris Benoit is beating me to death, or not beating me to death, but torturing me for all of eternity, um, he'll be playing that movie with my eyes. Like, you know, like in uh, Clockwork Orange where they have the things in the eye? Like, yeah. The only difference is they'll all be naked. Yes, that'll make it so much worse. (laughs) God, fat, I... naked Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> and fucking Leslie Jones. Those news are like the worst. God, who f- who fucking hacked Leslie Jones and why? Like who who decided to put that atrocity into the earth? That's why the world punished us with COVID nineteen because yeah. Leslie Jones was naked on the internet. Yep. And see, see OnlyFans girls, see OnlyFans girls. That that's that's forever. They can never take that back. I wish they could take it back because. My eyes will never be the same after something like that. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, man, she's she's rough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting those photos up. <laughs> I'm no, not no, looking no, them I'm, up. I'm not putting them up. No, I, I, I as nobody ever, ever, ever no. should. That is just an atrocity. Uh, you know, I, I honestly think it's the worst uh, atrocity since nine eleven. Mm. Since nine eleven, it, it's 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 like. You know, it's a holocaust on your eyeballs to see Leslie Jones naked. I know. You want to put them on a train and send them to get gassed. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. It's, man, I don't know. I don't know what to think, you know, but uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, I know that if, uh, oh, I just hope that they, it's just so disgusting. It like it ruins my mind to, to like even think back on that. Because I remember when they they came out, I was like I was at work, and then like I looked at my phone, and there were Leslie Jones nudes, and I literally wanted to throw my phone um, into a wall and just smash it and, and stomp on it until it went away, mm. uh, because it was just so bad. It was just so fucking bad. But yeah, so. We're just about out of time. I think we nailed pretty much all, all the all the great topics of, of this week. Hopefully, we have a, a busy few days ahead. I'm sure there's more that I that I actually missed today. I haven't been paying attention to anything yeah. online. But um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Enjoy your Memorial Day because it's Memorial. Oh day yeah, weekend, that's right. So Memorial Day weekend. We all get a three day weekend this week. 
What? Are, oh, three days. You say that like we haven't had like a three month weekend. We've had a three month fucking weekend. Well, I don't have to work on Monday, so I, I look at it as a three day weekend. Yeah, that's true. You're you're essential. I forget. Yeah. You know. To a degree. You're, you're, I'm still I'm yeah. working from home, but I'm still working, so which kind of sucks on some days. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I want to get back to work, but I'll admit that uh, I'm getting paid to sit on my ass very handsomely right now. So, you know, I'm not take I'm it, not doing take it while you can, because God knows what this is going to be like in in three more months. So. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, that's one thing we got to talk about before we go out too. Is that uh, Trump said that if there is a second wave of coronavirus, he will not shut down the government. And, and nor should they. Should, nor sh- yeah. at, at some point, at some point, this has to be like p- human okay. preservation of of people making the choice whether they're what they're willing to do, and and we can't lock everyone in their houses forever, just out of fear. Like that's not reasonable. Yeah. So, no, I agree with that. You know, the thing is, ultimately, for everybody watching, everybody listening, um, you know, you have a choice to make. If you want to stay home, all fuck. If you want to stay home and be afraid and stay home till nobody ever dies again go right ahead but other people live in the real world and we have shit to do and things we want to do and we're gonna go do them and we're not gonna wear the stupid little masks we're not gonna you know uh you know i mean i'm gonna keep away from you because i don't want you in my personal space it has nothing to do with the virus has nothing to do with social distancing it has to do with get the fuck away from me you stink you shouldn't be anywhere near me but you know the thing is that you know we need to go back you know, and, and, and do what we got to do. We cannot turn this into the new normal because there's nothing normal about it. We already were antisocial creatures. We already were buying too much shit online. We were already avoiding each other. You know, so, so when you think about it, what's, you know, you know what's, what's so bad about going back to normal? That, that we're going to have sports games and concerts again? That we're going to yeah. go to the movie theaters again? That we're going to go to stores other than Walmart again? Because I'll tell you, I miss stores. I miss stores that weren't Walmart. I miss shopping in stores... Where, where, where my idea of shopping wasn't jumping from Walmart to Walmart to Walmart in a 30-mile, like, you know, radius, you know? Um, fuck Walmart. I never want to see Walmart again when this shit is over, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, you know, look, uh, you know, the new normal, there is no new normal. You can keep that. You can keep that. That's your right. But my prerogative is to go back to the old normal. That's where the rest of us are going to go. And if you don't like it, you can fuck off and stay in your apartment and you can fucking die. You could die of, you know, fucking carbon monoxide poisoning. You could fart yourself to death, methane poisoning, whatever the fuck you want to do. You know, because the thing is, uh, you know, there's no stopping the world. You know, shit, everything in this world can fucking kill you. Yeah. You know, get over it. Get over yourselves. And as I always say every week, if it ain't woke, don't fix it. I'm looking at you, Wachowski sisters. I don't want to look at you. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. No. All right, folks. Have a good night. Good night.